a dollar that everybody, not everyone, but a lot of people seem to confuse. Uh, what, now? If you have that video, oh. well, you can't do that. It should be the bottom one in the main channel. Yeah, but the, the, pro the, the problem one is I don't know where that happened. Uh. Oh, okay. So I guess, oh, do I need to call him? So, uh. Okay, my audio is working. Okay, so Ryan has left. So maybe I call him. Oh, I'm here. What the fuck? The blue button came on. Oh, I was okay. saying, can we not get that clip? Is that too hard well, to do? Uh, well, I don't have the clip. I have the full video, but I don't know where in the full video he supposedly said that. But oh, I think uh, YouTube does have a transcript function, so I can control uh, F. Well, all right. If if you find it anyway, it's, it's uh, good so stuff. But I don't know how long my mic was off for or whatever, but I was talking about Candace Owens, Hunter Biden, and 9-11. <laughs> it's odd all these old stories I think the 9-11 stuff is a threat to Saudi Arabia they're saying hey pump that oil or else and the Hunter Biden stuff's the same thing it's like you are going to send weapons or else so they always have blackmail on people that's how you move states that's how you move wealthy people around is through blackmail and we all knew the Hunter Biden tapes and laptop are real. But they're in denial about it. But the best part of this is, by lying, yeah, they stole the election. But they're going to do that anyway through mail-in votes. But in lying, all those people that signed off of them, all those ex-CIA guys, they're like, oh, this is Russian disinfo. Oh, you really believe the laptop repair shop guy story? Uh, I'm like, yeah, because I'm sitting here looking at the content from the laptop, videos and everything. So, yeah. But just like the, the same people that thought Kyle Rittenhouse shot black people, you know, that's how fucking bad their news feed is. Did not know that there are full length long videos of Hunter Biden smoking crack and banging hookers and talking about illegal deals. That's not deep fake. Yes. Uh, I, I do think I have the video up and running, so we'll get to test uh, my new equipment to see if it actually plays the audio going through my headsets. So, all right, all right. I'll just finish this point real quick. Oh, are you going to play? Okay, go ahead. No, 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 no. Finish the point. Sorry. All right. So, so I'm just saying the same kind of people that thought Kyle Rittenhouse. You got to pause that. I think Kyle Rittenhouse shot blacks, or just went went out as an active shooter or whatever. 
They believed that all the way until the trial. Like they had a year and something to figure this out and couldn't. Couldn't. Because they get all their news from Twitter and CNN or whatever. What they call the unified information policy. That's what they all that's what they all say. The new catchphrase for Ukraine is what? Unprovoked and unjustified. Yes, it was unprovoked and unjustified. And very unjustified. (laughs) But each talking head, this is like the it's too big to fail, right? It's a catchphrase. Catchphrase. Some PR firm or whatever came up with unprovoked and unjustified. It's just like Russian aggression, Russian aggression. That's what it was before. Um, they get these little sayings, like a cue card almost. Like we're this is the point we all have to say over. This is our Joseph Goebbels, right? Okay. And yeah, so their news is so bad. Like they didn't know about Rittenhouse. They don't know about Ukraine. Uh, Candace Owens was using the New York Times' own articles against them about Ukraine. It's hilarious. And then the Hunter Biden thing coming out now, that's a threat to Biden, saying you're going to get in line or else. And this new 9-11 stuff, that's not new at all. It's just the Omar Bayoumi, Osama Basman, blah, blah, blah. We've explained it a million times. That's a threat to Saudi Arabia, saying you better pump that oil or else. They run the world through blackmail. But they've really fucking shot themselves in both feet by freezing people's assets and taking their dollars away because that makes people lose faith in holding dollars. And so we'll, we'll play this clip now. It has a segue. <laughs> okay. Increase in the, in the interest rates, just a 1% increase in interest rates could send the American economy into a deep recession or worse. Well, gosh, I wonder where we're headed at this point. We're looking at we're looking at this supposed world enraged by Russia's behavior, only to discover that the entire peninsular Arab contingent is now sitting down to do business with China, putting the petrodollar at severe risk. India has joined with China and refused under any circumstances to condemn the Russians for what they are doing. Don't get a peep out of Africa or Latin America by any means. So where does this leave you? It leaves you with the Europeans and the North Americans. But what are the Europeans really saying? Well, the Germans announced that they couldn't possibly support sanctions on oil and gas under any conditions, or they risk unemployment on a grand scale, throwing hundreds of thousands of people out of work, perhaps poverty, or what they won't admit publicly, are mass uh, discontent and riots in the streets because people can't work they can't live we forget petroleum is part of so much of our society to dismiss it out of hand as evil because it's carbon-based is an impossibility no one in europe is happy about this all of the europeans want this to end we are the ones who are driving this train and saying we must win in ukraine this is an existential fight for us no it's not it is an existential fight for russia russia has a vital strategic interest in ukraine we don't. We don't. But we're driving it, driving it very hard. So who is behind it? Because the thing that's so striking to me is that we go from the global threat of the global caliphate to suddenly China is an existential threat to everyone to now Putin 
that the archdeacon of all evil is the principal threat who must be destroyed. These things happen so rapidly, and the Congress is almost universally uh, unified in its thinking about this. Who is in charge? I don't think Biden thought this up. I really don't. This doesn't track with Joe Biden over his lifetime. And Joe Biden, to his credit, has said no troops on the ground in Ukraine, no fly zone, no MiGs flying from a NATO country, whether they've got Ukrainians or anybody else in them. So he's still somewhat in touch with reality. So where does all of this come from? I think it comes. Okay, so that's it. Uh, ah, I thought he's about to say the J word. <laughs> Where does this come from? Yeah, from Gerald Salenti. That's uh, that's rich. Uh, let me yeah. stop sharing the screen. Uh, yeah. Okay, there we go. Uh, Oh, interested what he said, where it came from. Did McGregor answer that? It's uh, neocons. I mean, you could go back to the coup, Victoria Newland, the Kagan's, John McCain, all that, right? It's neoconservatives. But what are they? Well, the, the host made the point that it's the uh, military-industrial complex that Dwight D. Eisenhower warned Americans about. Sure. Well... But he's kind of a, uh, yeah, but uh, Salente is kind of a libtard, so his takes are always a bit oh, off. Yeah, corporation, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, you gave away 80, 80 billion to the Taliban. That's more than we've given Ukraine. Like, you just gave away $80 billion of A-grade equipment to a foreign state that's your declared enemy. But I guess it had already been paid for, so they don't care. That's your MIC profiteering. But this is what do you, you want a javelin missile commercial? Like, I don't really see the long term gains here when Russia wins and they're winning. That's 100 or 99.9%. .9%. There's nothing Ukraine can do to turn this shit around. Uh, yeah. yeah. How's my audio level, by the way? Uh... Um, uh, sound, it, it might maybe be a, a little bit loud. High. Yes, it's it's a bit yeah. high. Yeah. I, I it's a little loud. Yeah, I just want to thank Windows for resetting all your uh, settings on reboot. That's great because I love it. <laughs> um, well, you, he made a, several good points there. On you know, they say the world community. I'm like my ass. It's North America, and I would say Mexico reluctantly and Europe, and not even all of Europe. You could add uh, Australia and New Zealand, and then tacitly South Korea and Japan. But on the other side, uh, you know, there's Russia, China, India, Pakistan, and all of Central Asia. Um, and then, of course, the Middle East, definitely Iran and Syria, you know. Uh, the only, only one that's like, oh, we're not going to say nothing is Israel. Uh, Africa is uninterested and Latin America is uninterested and some of the Latin America is pro-Russia like Venezuela, Cuba, Bolivia and then Brazil is part of the BRICS nations so yeah. they kind of flip-flop they started off like yeah wait we need grain and fertilizer never mind you know like yeah and the, <clears throat> the, the, the R in BRICS is uh, 
Russia. <laughs> and so, also South Africa is aligned with Russia yeah, too. That's they're yeah, also BRICS. Yep. Yep. And India and China are the I and the C in BRICS. Something Pep Escobar and I talked about seven, eight years ago, whatever it was. Talking about the BRICS nations. It wasn't something like, ooh, there's BRICS, now it's on. It takes a while. You know, but there is an alternative to the IMF and so on. And they've been working on it. This is this is a long term. This is very Chinese, by the way. This is a long run, slow burn, patient thing, you know. And uh, yeah, MIC profiting, whatever. Like the profiteer model is like, okay, why were they all pushing vaccines? All the companies are from the U.S. except for AstraZeneca's from the U.K. So how does it benefit? the rest of Europe or Asia, or whatever, to force everybody to get a jab. They're not making money. Well, yeah, but they losing also did billions. Like a, yeah, they also did like a huge propaganda campaign against a Russian jab. Because they made it. And ivermectin. Too. Yeah. And ivermectin is the Japanese medicine. Yeah. Right, that, that <laughs> and they end up using, I think India used it anyway, and then wasn't allowed to tell people that's what they used. They said... Hydroxychloroquine was fish tank remover, and they called ivermectin a horse parasite remover or something like that. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Wellbutrin is an SSRI for depression. It also helps people quit smoking cigarettes and probably 50 other things. That's how medicines are. Hmm. Yeah, McGregor... He was part of the Trump administration for, what, a month and a half? Like, why yeah. couldn't you have chosen him right away? None of this. Well, Mark Esper and these morons, like, what are you doing? Should have had McGregor in there. Yeah, but Trump didn't. He, didn't he chose know, uh, Mad he didn't Dog. Know anything. Yeah, a guy whose oh. nickname was Mad Dog. Yeah. <laughs> and that uh, that um, uh, Rex Tillerson from Exxon. Yeah, great. Who uh, exited the administration right after Exxon decided to not do a oil deal with Russia. Yeah. Weird time. Well, what they've done, though, is I don't know if everybody knows this yet, but so Russia had a war chest made up of a bunch of different currencies. Let's let's say British pounds, euros, dollars, yen, yuan, and then a slither of a bunch of other things, rupee and whatever. Right. Well, the U.S. just seized the dollars. They're just like, not what are they, 300 billion or something which is higher than the GDP of most countries. I mean, that's something the U.S. would spend in a couple of months. Well, like, put it this way, like the entire Pentagon budget, 700 billion. They just took overnight 300 billion. I just said, yeah, you, you can't have this. So what's that do to the confidence in holding dollars? If you're China or any of these emerging states in the Middle East or, you know, you're going to want to hold dollars when Uncle Sam will just come take them. 
if you do something they don't like politically. They did that to Iran, but every, everyone was kind of like, ah, yeah, that's Iran and Israel told them to, whatever. But they're doing this to Russia, and it's a much larger amount, too. That scared the shit out of a lot of countries. The problem yeah. is, replace it with what? Because what has to... Gold and oil. I don't think there is enough gold in the world to replace it with gold unless you want no. an ounce of gold to be 20 grand or something but um i guess you could do a gold silver combo or something but yeah see the euro has the stability but they're just as woke and creepy as the americans right almost so they're looking for something else the yuan's too unstable and i'm looking and thinking well the yen looks pretty good but, well, I I sincerely de- Japan hasn't been neutral in this. They've done no, something. and they're they're too manipulated by the Americans. So yeah, is but yeah, what's the choice though? They're gonna have a a rupee rupee. This is brand new. Oh, elevator. So he hit an elevator. Yeah, I just want to clarify that, like, uh, what happened was that the G7 uh, froze all of uh, Russia's foreign exchange reserves. That means money they have in uh, central banks uh, across the world. Uh, And uh, that was $500 billion that they had in the UK in the US, in Germany, Japan, France, and the IMF. So I need to call Ryan. Is it back? Oh, yeah, it's back. Yeah. I agree. And elevator? Yeah, but it was delayed for some reason. It's like a minute after I got off. Oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, the G7 froze assets. Did you talk about that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh. 500 billion worth of uh, foreign currency reserves. Right. So people will buy a foreign currency so they can use that later to buy stuff with it. Whereas they're like, well, why don't you just buy it with your own currency? Because your own currency might be going up and down and all over the place. Um, yeah. Even if it only goes down a quarter of a point or something, that's a lot of money when you're talking about a billion dollar transaction that could be 10 million dollars or something you lose so they buy dollars yeah and it's also a hedge against your own currency going down because you can just buy up more of your own currency with foreign exchange reserves to stabilize the price Mm -hmm. Uh, right so if something happens and you bottom out like a natural disaster or a war or whatever. You don't have all your eggs in one basket. You're like, well, we own a bunch of these. So <laughs> because of the inflation from the Biden administration, a lot of people that own dollars started buying other things. Because they're like, well, the interest rate's 0.01. Inflation in real numbers is probably like 11%, not 2 I need to get something else of this money. Yeah, so they got the, cryptocurrency or 
precious metals or a different currency. Yeah, did or, you see? Oh, did you see what happened? Did you see what happened uh, with the London Metal Exchange? No, fill me in. Okay, so this um, uh, this uh, Chinese nickel uh, tycoon known as Jiang, uh, or simply Big Shot, uh, well, he was uh, shorting nickel as a hedge against his own uh, uh, reserves of nickel that he intended to sell. But there was a short squeeze, just like with... Um, with uh, GameStop, so people were like driving the nickel price up to like uh, to fuck him on his contracts. And uh, the London uh, Metal Exchange basically they uh, they halted all trading when it uh, reached a hundred thousand dollars per ton, and they erased all the trades from that day. based on what reasoning well here's the interesting thing the london metal exchange is owned by a hong kong company and people like there are people that lost like 20 million dollars in profit uh, because of this uh, action of just erasing all the trades from that day and it's highly dubious and uh, it's not uh, it's not good ethics to just erase trading because people depend on the market right uh, so they did it to give this Chinese tycoon uh, time to get uh, loan guarantees and loans to shore up his position because he holds a shitty version of nickel from China called like pig iron nickel. And uh, what the London Metal Exchange needs uh, to uh, fulfill the contract is actually a refined nickel, which are, is usually found from Russia. But since Russia is being uh, banned from trading with the West, the price went up and people realized there was a substantial short positions and they did the short squeeze. And then the, uh, the metal exchange just halted trading and erased all, all uh, trades from one day. And uh, when yeah. they opened up, they opened up at the artificial price of 48,000 per ton. And they said that uh, the price could only decrease or increase by 5%. And it actually went down the day after. Rigging the system. Yeah. Uh, These trades aren't the outcome we wanted, so we're just going to erase them. Yes. Well, everybody should pull their money out of the whole thing. Well... To be honest, I'm. We probably disagree on this, but I don't. I don't think you should be able to do uh, speculation on commodities. Either you buy it I don't because think... you have it, or yeah, like don't because the only game in commodities is long, where you buy up a supply and then squeeze the market and then sell it for more than you bought it for. That's the way well, you manipulate the commodity market. You're supposed to be an investment, so like. Yeah, you buy stocks and people take your cash and put it into the business and improve it and its outcome and production and stuff. So you end up with more nickel or Coca-Cola or whatever the fuck they're selling. When you're doing short sales and stuff, you're just like, 
it's nothing but gambling. You're making a bet on whether or not the stock goes up or down. It's not an investment. That kind of speculative yeah. crap, which is like two thirds of the whole market. I would get. I agree with William Pierce. Like, get rid of all of that. Oh, then we're in agreement. I thought you were like in. Uh, you have like a capitalist hard line on this. It's like that is a capitalist yeah. hard line. Well, I've I've heard people saying, well, they're giving the price elasticity and that aids the market by blah, blah, blah. But I don't buy it. If you're going to buy a commodity, you have to be able to house it and use it. I don't think you need to like speculate on wheat prices. Well, it's too, you're opening Pandora's box. Like, okay, if you're allowed a naked short, which is the worst, like, oh, I'm going to bet this thing goes down. There's a large number of things you could do to force it to go down. Like you're incentivizing sabotage. Yeah. It's almost the opposite uh, of like, well, I'm going to buy Raytheon and then we're going to lobby to get a war so I can sell missiles, you know? Yeah. In the U.S., the first investment house that got an exemption that allowed them to speculate on commodities was Goldman Sachs. Ding. They, yeah, yeah. And so all the other investment banks followed suit and got exemptions too. Uh, but it's not necessary. And it was a, a large part uh, due to the, uh, remember uh, all the starvation and uh, uh, increased wheat prices in, I think it was 2011. Uh, there was a f food crisis over uh, the increase in uh, commodities. And that was just well, was a famine in 06 in the Horn of Africa. Yes. I might be getting the, uh, the years wrong here. When when did Egypt pop off uh, with uh, 2011? Uh, the 20, yeah, well, it was that. That was the December. 2011. Yeah. yeah. So it was because that was partially due to bread prices increasing. Mm -hmm. And uh, Egyptians just can't deal with that. And uh, the bread prices will increase now, too. So you, you can look forward oh. to a lot of the Middle East being uh, unstable. It's um, it's not good. It is going to make 2011 look like a, nothing. I mean, yeah, if, if they can't the recession the that's coming oh, and the refugees that are going to flood Europe, Europe's over. If yeah. they don't reverse course right now, go ahead and take your vacation, visit Europe because it ain't it will not look the same and it will never It'll never ever recover. Yeah, and if if uh, if the seeds in Ukraine are not planted this this spring, the world will starve. If the war interrupts with the harvest and the uh, the spring, uh, unfortunately, that... Russia has not entered central Ukraine, which is where they harvest. They're leaving that alone. Yes. Yeah. They're mainly focusing on the... Oh, uh, Douglas McGregor said this. The, the Russians had uh, basically just... They've defeated the Ukrainian army uh, in the field every time. And now the Ukrainian army has fled into the cities to use uh, uh, civilians as human shields. Uh, so the war is over, according to him. It's done. No well, they're out. Of, they're running out of bullets and fuel. Yeah. Well, they uh, like uh, 
troops sent to the front, uh, according to this uh, American, uh, were given magazines with 10 bullets, which I guess is good if you're in California, then 10 bullets is great. That's, uh, up, to, that's up to spec. That's the allowed amount of bullets. But you can't send a soldier out in the field with uh, 10 bullets in the, in the magazine. You have to see, that's one... all they have. Yeah, and they can't do logistics because all their communications network got wrecked on the first day. So they're basically a bunch of headless chickens running around their little portion of Ukraine. Uh, well, that's the other problem. Do. They think everything's going so great because they base their news on Twitter. Yes. Yeah, it's incredible to see how much they, uh, uh, how much the media is just meant to moralize the West. It's just made to kowtow to our feelings about this plucky upstart uh, beating the Russian bear, which is unlikely and uh, doesn't seem to be happening. But we need a narrative, right? And the media is just uh, working overtime to keep us in the dark and keep us hopeful about. Do you see that doctor that said captured uh, Russian prisoners are going to be castrated? Yeah, that's highly illegal. Uh, and a war crime. And or a breach of the Hippocratic Oath. And uh, Well, there are people who are okay with that. They're like, well, fuck them. They're Russian. They should get castrated. That's how much they hate. Yeah, they're... I don't know. I don't think Ukraine as a country should stay uh, as the country it is today because... Uh, there's a bunch of Ukrainians who hate Russians, and there's a bunch of Russians who hate Ukrainians, and none of them want to work together, and that's why they're all corrupt, because that's why they don't pay taxes, they don't want to pay for anything. Uh, they hate the people they live with. I mean, I'm kind of okay with not paying taxes. Yeah. Well, you kind of... Taxes if you live next to Russia and you want to join NATO and you want to defend yourself that then taxes would really help in that in that endeavor. I just don't like are, do you see Russia invading Mongolia? No, no, why not? They, because Mongolia is not a threat. Yeah. You know, like, they did. Why did we why did the US invade Cuba? Because Russia put missiles in Cuba that could reach Florida. And Bay of Pigs was necessary. You're giving them first strike capacity. Can't have that. Yeah. I've always found Cuba to be very weird because how can it be... How can it be run by a hostile regime, but still have Guantanamo Bay fully functional and operating in Cuba? That's such a weird a situation. Like, hey, we, we hate your government, but we're going to run a torture dungeon on your island. But we mm -hmm. hate your government. That's right. how we're powerful gonna... the U.S. is. They, 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 they are allowed still to... have sanctions on Cuba. Oh, yes. And uh, even even during uh, the height of the war on terror, uh, the U.S., um, I guess it would be this, 
the uh, the branch of the government that deals with sanctions put way more people working on Cuban sanctions than they did uh, terrorism sanctions. Yeah, and they had they let um, MEK sunshine like they they didn't take them off the terror list, but it was set so you had to renew it, and they just refused to put them on again. So they just sort of quietly were removed from the terror list. Or not re not renewed, whatever. That's the same thing, same result. That was Hillary. It, Imagine you, Hillary was talking about a no-fly zone in Syria, which would also mean shooting down Russian planes. That bitch is insane. Oh yeah. We're gonna have President Harris. You just watch. Uh, we can't. She. She. Can. she, she Can you imagine if Biden is impeached? Yeah, <laughs> she's a she's dumber than anyone. Oh, do you want to hear from DJ Cogdill? I would speak. Okay, DJ Cogdill, you're on the air. How do you feel about Hot ninety five seven? And what is the weather where you are driving today? Uh, I'm at home right now. I'm about to take a shower shortly, and I'm going to be going to work. But it. It is so nice. It's and raining sunny. soon. The, uh, no, the weather no, it's... is going to be rain because you're taking a shower. Yes, <laughs> it's going to be raining for me, but it is uh, pretty sunny outside. Actually, not blue skies though. Not blue skies. Lots of clouds. But anyway, I just wanted to chime in and say, like, I when agree. you guys, Yvette Garcia should do the news on every channel. The Mexican weather lady. Even if she gets yes. it wrong, doesn't matter. Just wear those dresses, take that left turn. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> a, a friend of mine and I were talking about that. Not not that weather lady, but just that job in general. That's got to be one of the only jobs where you can be wrong 100% of the time and still keep your job. But You mean out, outside well, of government? Yeah. But what I was going to, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it took me a second to get that. But yeah, outside the government. But I just wanted to chime in when you guys said the thing about President Harris. I showed this black dude that I work with a couple videos of things that she was speaking at yesterday. And she was giving a speech or, or like in front of a podium next to the president of Romania. And one of the reporters asked her about inflation in America and she looked confused and looked over at the Romanian president as if like the question had been directed to him or like she needed permission from him to say something. Oh, oh, uh, I, okay. So uh, you, you, you remember that incident where she said like a friend in needs a friend indeed uh, with the Polish no. prime minister. No, I don't remember that. Was that well, part of she, the Russia's a big country? Ukraine is a no, no, no. Uh, this is another stupid thing she said. Well, she was I, asked I about him. the no, no. Just wait, let me finish. So yeah. she she was asked about the refugee flows and what could be done, and then she said, "A friend in needs, a friend indeed." And then she cackled, and then the Polish minister uh, took uh, uh, went on to answer the question. So that is her giving him the sign. You need to bail me out of this one because I don't know what I'm supposed to say. 
And I'm sure she <laughs> wanted to do the exact same thing with the Romanian guy. But yes. how can he answer it? Because he doesn't know jack shit about inflation in America. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'll, I'll post a video with that clip in it in just a little bit. In case you guys haven't seen it for yourself. I think she But, could be the only woodshed where I don't have to say a word. All I have to do is write the best of Kamala, and it's just her own stuff, back to back to back. And I don't have to say anything. It's like she just woodshedded herself. Here it is. Yeah. Do you want to hear from other people? Uh, we got Portugal Pop Podcast and Cheesesteak. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm uh, letting you in. Yeah, what's going on? Boys. Oh. How dumb is Kamala Harris? Yeah, I just want to say one to ten, twenty. I heard Poland is telling Kamala Harris jokes. But not difficult. Did you see the one about the time? That she went to the library and she found out about time? How uh, dumb does it get? I saw... Oh, the, yeah, the, the passage of time, yeah. <laughs> what What did she say? A bunch of non nonsense, but basically, yeah, uh, we went to the library and time. When time passes by and uh, time, and I don't know, every second word was time. I don't know. It's just like really, really stupid. They're already making memes and out of it on Time magazine. And she ended it by saying something about, like, we think the most about time and we think about a day in the life of our children or, or something like that. Do you she's think she's dumb. high? No, do you think she's on drugs? No, I she think her be. IQ is below 90 for sure. And and also, I think I also I think there's an element of uh, she could say something stupid, like a power trip, where she could say something stupid, but you know nothing is going to be no retroplasty in her. There's, there is that little element of that too. I, think I don't know. You I think the word reprisal, not reciprocity, but yeah, exactly. She, there's no consequence for anything she does. She must have sucked a lot of dicks to get to her position. I put that poll on Twitter. Was it, you know, greater than 100, greater than 1,000, greater than 6 million? And somebody said, I don't think she could suck 6 million dicks. There just isn't enough time to get that in there. <laughs> so I replied, <laughs> maybe she had two or three at a time sometimes. <laughs> um, and then she does a passage of time speech. Yeah, she's going to be the next I, uh, president, though, because The Walking Dead is going to beat the... Uh, The can very soon, I think so. Do you wanna do you wanna hear a Kamala Harris word? She silence? looks um she looks whiter all of a sudden too. Makeup or I don't know. Uh Ryan, I can play uh Kamala Harris two minutes of her best words. Oh fucking do it. Okay, let me see here. Okay. Uh so we're And when folks vote, they order what they want. And in this case, they got what they asked for. It is time for us to 
do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Every day it is time for us to agree. Talking about the significance of the passage of time, right? The significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time. I am here, standing here on the northern flank, on the eastern flank, talking about what we have in terms of the eastern flank and our NATO allies. is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically that's wrong. We've been to the border. You haven't been to the border. I, and I haven't been to Europe. And I mean, I don't know. We must together, work together, to see where we are, where we are headed, where we are going, and our vision for where we should be, but also see it as a moment, yes, to together address the challenges. We have the ability to see what can be unburdened by what has been, and then to make the possible actually happen. What is at stake at this very moment? What is at stake this very moment are some of the guiding principles around the NATO alliance as it relates to what we need to do domestically as well as, as what we need to do in terms of this issue generally. We have, as the president said, uh, reevaluated what we're doing. Based on what we've just been able to see and because we've seen it or not doesn't mean it hasn't happened. But just limited to what we have seen. I just threw I up just in my mouth. <laughs> okay, that was great. I, I go on the six million dicks. <laughs> um, do you think she did the Russia's a big country and they decided to invade a smaller country and that's wrong, okay? Because she was in Poland and she thinks all Polish people are retarded? No, no, that was actually on a, a hip-hop radio show. No, so no, no. Far, oh, yeah. The part, the part about Russia's a big country was in Poland when she said that. Yes, but she was talking to a hip-hop show. Oh, right? so she thinks all black people are retarded. Yes, she's talking to them like they're... Oh, retarded. that's what that was. She was talking down to blacks. Because that's what it yes. sounded like. Uh, it sounded like AOC yeah. or any, any time a Democrat talks to black people in the South, they're like, well situation we have here is like the big guy hit the little guy you ever seen quentin tarantino try to talk to black people oh it's like, that, that's the, embarrassing yeah it's but such I, a I could train also... wreck he's like you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying because in their mind because they've never ever actually associated <laughs> southerners at all much less blacks they uh they think it's like mtv that yeah no but bell. Yeah, but in my mind, I can imagine black people being like, oh, shit, you man Putin just whooped their ass? Oh, Putin is the greatest. He's a badass. Putin went yeah, but... in there, told him what it's going to be, and he did it. So, like, when you say, oh, Russia's a big country, Ukraine is a small... Ukraine isn't even a small country. It's quite large. It's, it's a smaller... <laughs> it's a but... smaller... <laughs> Are you sure she was talking to, like, a hip-hop show? Yes. Okay. Well, that makes it a little bit less bad than if she had said that to 
Polish diplomats or something. But was it the Breakfast Club? It uh, it was uh, the show was called The Morning Hustle. Okay, I know that she's been on the Breakfast Club a lot. Um, so you should do another one of those. God, uh, that's terrible. That's what she was doing. She was talking down to blacks. Yes. She's waiting for somebody to go, yeah, yeah, shit. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. Let me talk, She's like, let you know. Me talk on she, this blog. <laughs> she talked like she was giving a sermon, you know? You know what I mean? So, <laughs> the passage of time, the significance of time. But that was not on a radio show. No, that no, was that's in, different. This, uh, it's all a compilation of different yeah, stupid shit. That, but that stupid one, which is just as bad, that was... More, that was library. Yeah, I went to the library. I look up the time. Oh, I was waiting for it to be like, and Jesus said, <laughs> "Just be like the Lord's name." We pray, bring up Martin Luther King a couple times. Just whatever, get some claps, right? Some cheap pops. Should have walked in and, and announced the town's name, like pro wrestler here and da 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 da. Yay! That's where I'm well, from. Yeah, I want to thank Ole in chat for sending me that video because uh, yeah, that was a nice compilation. Yeah. You, you should do the country. one that I sent now in the main chat. Uh, which one? It's it's only like four posts up. It's how can you talk so, li so much and yet say so little? That's the one where she's with the Romanian president. Oh. I can't let me see here. <laughs> it's, oh, it's time for us to do what we have been doing and will be doing every day or whatever. <laughs> okay. Well, let me. I'm glad this new setup worked. So let me. Huh. Here's DJ Cogdell's suggestion. Let us see what Kamala has to say. And if I can ask you, Madam Vice President. President Biden has said that Americans will feel some pain for the sake of defending freedom and liberty, but there does seem to be no end game in sight. How long should Americans expect? How long should we be bracing for um, this really sort of um, historic inflation and some unprecedented gas prices? Sure. In terms of uh, the discussions that the president, Johannes, and I had, uh, they ranged in subject, including the issue of the Black Sea, and I'll let him explain in more detail as he would like. Uh, but we are, again, fully aware and apprised because we are in constant communication with the president, with his administration here, about the concerns that they have about the entire region and, frankly, the vulnerability. Bunch of dumbasses going around in circles. Yeah, yeah, stupid. It's like just a bunch of dumbasses going around in circles. Okay, that was it. She didn't answer that question at all. He asked about inflation for Americans and how long we need to brace for. And she talked about the Black Sea without even talking about the Black Sea. Just said, oh, yeah, me and him talked about it. I'm not going to share what we said, though. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was very oh, oh, am I supposed to answer question. this? He said, Vice President Kamala Harris. Oh, me? I, am I fielding this one? They should not let her speak. 
There's got to be a lot of dicks. That's all I know. When you see a woman like that in that kind of position, you're just, I, the, my first question is, all right, how many dicks? Because there ain't no way. Her only qualification was, I have a brown-ish vagina. That's it. <laughs> it's like, well, I need a woman. I need someone of color. Like, well, get Tulsi Gabbard then. Uh, no, She's no, a, not, not that a brown lady. No, no, no. A bad woman. Bad woman of color. Traitor, in fact. A very traitorous. Uh, she's right. worried about bioweapons and stuff. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know where she gets it from. I think yeah. she's personally giving Putin a foot massage as we speak. She she told the truth, and we all know truth is anti-Semitic. Well, it's, well, if you give... People actually get mad if you say the truth now. Because it's it's always the complete opposite of what the television tells you, so it causes cognitive dissonance in people's mind, and it makes mm -hmm. them feel uh, angry uh, at you for piercing their bubble, right? You're the bad one because you uh, you came in with bad information that they're not supposed to believe. Yeah, it's part of the unified information policy. Fox News and only like three people on it are the only ones differing from the crowd at all on this. And the rest of them are just doing one fake news story after another. The people with fake guns, the supermodel with the gun, the ghost of Kiev, the Snake Island defenders, the pickle jar lady, the fire at the nuclear reactor, the bombing of the theater, the uh, what were the new ones today? Uh, the shopping mall eight or whatever. Um, it's just trash. Yeah, yeah that got me kind of confused. Uh, uh, the fact that Fox News is taking such a hard stand on this when they were down with the vaccines, they were they were down with shutting down all businesses. But when it comes to this particular issue, they're they're speaking some truth. But given the no, fact, they're no, no, they're not. Most of Fox is. Send them weapons, do the no-fly zone like everyone else. It's just Tucker, yeah, Watterson, Tucker. Gutfeld, and Angle. Those four are opposed, and those four also were against vaccines and threat. Those four were good the whole time, but it's just um, a handful. Well, didn't it come out that uh, the government paid a bunch of media outlets to push the vaccines, including Fox and OAN and Newsmax and all that? Yeah. OAN and Newsmax didn't do it, so. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't I, I? Didn't Pfizer and Moderna just start sponsoring CNN and MSNBC and uh, all that stuff? Uh, at yeah. as the, what do you well, mean start? Well, well, what I would remind everybody between COVID and Ukraine, Hillary Clinton was busted spying on a sentient president. Hillary Clinton and the DNC spied on Donald Trump and made up that whole fucking Russian hooker peepee story, all that. That was like in the news. And for a day, maybe two days, and it was replaced with, oh, look, uh, yeah, a war over there. It's getting ready to start. It'll start on February 16th. That goes by and that nothing happens. So they're like, 
okay, Zelensky, start shooting artillery into Donbass. On the 17th, he does. And he does that for five days. Uh, and then uh, Putin comes in on the 24th and starches the place. But Hillary was in super hot water. Like, remember the uh, the Durham report was finally coming out and was shown what everybody already fucking knew? And yeah, they ain't talked about that story at all, have they? No, and uh, it's actually been... They they got caught red-handed. Like, um, mm -hmm. a lawyer working for the Clinton campaign actually billed her from, for his visit to the FBI where he tried to uh, uh, tip the FBI about a fake uh, Trump-Russia connection. And he he charged her for that. So... Well, they sabotage any chance of normalizing relations with Russia for the last four years. Oops, right? Yeah. She always finds a way out of jail. And the Hunter Biden, they're just now admitting that's real. I can't bring yeah. this up in the middle of the war. I showed the same black guy a clip showing that they're now talking about the laptop. And because I, I told him, like, when that story came out before the election about that. Mm -hmm. I had video of it. Mm -hmm. It was all over Chinese websites. But you could not see that stuff on Twitter or anywhere else. They were erasing any any mention of it. They just your whole account would be gone. There's like little kids, and I mean like seven, eight years old, in like lingerie. It's gross. That laptop is filth. He's a pedophile and a whoremonger. And a drug addict. And he's openly talking about illegal deals. Like they could. Minimal Hunter Biden goes to prison. Yeah they could probably also get his dad. To be honest. And, the big guy, and his you know, uncles. His yeah. yeah the one who gets right. the 10% cut. <laughs> like, Tony Bobolinsky knew. He sat there and made the deal. Admitted it. Said it on television. Mm -hmm. And they didn't care. And I'm just thinking, how in the dark can you be? How can you not fucking know this? You haven't seen this? Like, oh, that's a fake story. Like, the hell it's a fake story. I have the content from the laptop up on BitChute right now. It's been there. You can't deep fake all those videos. That's him. That's his voice. He likes to sit around naked or in a scarf and, and talk about his crooked business deals. How much they can get paid. And he's just selling influence to his dad. That's all he's for. And they work with the Chinese Communist Party. They worked with oligarchs. Yeah. That's the criminal underworld. Carrie's involved in it too. These guys bankrolled Jean-Luc Burnell. 
the number three guy on the Epstein crime map, who mysteriously died two days into the Ukraine conflict starting in Donbass. Interesting. Hey, uh, Ryan, just give an update. Uh, there's been going a lot of uh, videos here of Germany standing, sending stuff east. Oh, yeah? And not just on ordinary stuff. They're sending Leopard Leopard 2, Leopard 2 tanks and stuff like that. So I think they're asking for it. Yeah, they are. Just, just crazy. And uh, Austria came back to the mask mandates now. And uh, so here's something: Truist Bank, all their systems are down, and there's other banks are down. Like the cyber attack is hitting right now. SunTrust, BB&T, like all these American banks are out, and they've been out for hours. That's hilarious. Uh... Yeah, uh, Portugal podcast. Are the mask mandates coming back in Austria? Yeah, starting from tomorrow, they want to put it back again. And um, yeah, it's just it's just absolutely crazy because the problem with Austria is um, imagine somebody has uh, is tested positive to COVID. You have to stay home for five days, and after five days, you can go and do another test. When you do your second test, if you're still positive, then they count you as a new infection. So we've been having like 60,000 people a day positive tested, um, oh. which means okay. uh, shit, nothing, you know, because the hospitals are empty. But uh, they're using this to push forward another agenda. And that's after our third health minister quit. We're already on the fourth health minister, our third chancellor. The government changed the word like four or five times. It's it's crazy. Well, <laughs> the, the at word. least you're not Australia. Uh, yeah, it's true, but uh, still not sure what what is what is worth. You know, at least the Australians do the thing so open. You know, uh, the politicians that they hate their 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 own people so much, but so much. I don't know. They hate them so much that they're so open about it. And here it's just like these stupid games. It's like side letters that they were writing. Uh, the minister of, of uh, family and uh, the minister of family, a woman, she, she got arrested a couple of days ago for corruption. And she took another three ministers with her. Uh, it's, it's just crazy. You know, we're talking about Austria, one of the countries that were renowned for being like, you know, neutral, being one of a very serious country, one of the richest countries in the world, you know, uh, above us, you know, you might have like uh, Norway, Liechtenstein, uh, um, as they call the other ones, Monaco and uh, Vatican, of course, and stuff like that. But Austria is like on the top 10, the top 15 richest Japan. countries in the world. Yeah, it's just, it's just crazy. You know, I came here because it was... Uh, Shit, it was like paradise, you know. It's like everything was so orderly and everything was so nice, and and now it's just it's just stupid things, you know. It's refugees getting raped in asylum. It's all these homes uh, and all these goddamn Portuguese came in there. <laughs> yeah, the, those guys, those guys were terrible, you know. It's like 
and that's the difference you know they they, they actually talked about it a, a few days ago uh, on tv you know because of the the immigrants and so on uh, they said yeah that the, the portuguese the spanish you know uh, they all came in uh, after world war ii they did their job you know they helped rebuild and then they went home you know and uh I stayed behind, of course, you know, <laughs> but it, it's just, I don't know. It's just the people are just, they're so blind. You know, I can't even speak to my mother anymore. Every time I speak to her, it's like, okay, you're one of them. You know, it's like not even going to waste my breath. Um, it's everything anti-Putin and then the labeling all the time. You know, it's, it's typical what the left does all the time. It's just like, just label them this, label them that, you know. J. Edward Griffin already talked about that back in the 60s, you know, just, just put them a, a name that has a bad smell and shut them down right away, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm just losing all hope, mate. I'm really losing all hope. I have no idea where this is going anymore, and I'm, I'm so tired. Help. Well, Help it, you know, I'll tell you where it's going. Read, Uncle, read Coach K, Uncle Ted. Yeah, I, I read it already. I know where I know what they want to do, you know. But That's the thing where it's is, going. I can't. I know, and then it's like the thing that Einstein said. Let me see if I if I don't fuck it up. Um, he said like uh, evil never wins. Uh, it it only wins when when good people don't do anything, you know. So it's at the end of the day, what he was saying is it's our own fault if we fall into these traps, you know. And I'm just thinking. How can people be so stupid or so blind? Or the TV, or the TV is just telling this that everybody's stupid and blind, and uh, people are more awake than we figure it out. You know, I don't know. It's just I'm losing hope, honestly. A lot of that's weird. Well, two days ago, I saw a guy jogging down the street with his mask on. I said, I haven't seen one of them, one of them types in over a year. They're coming back. Jogging with a mask on. Yeah, yeah, I swear, I swear to God, uh, I should have took a picture of it, but I was like stunned that it was he was doing that. He had the met, he had the, he had the little medical uh, mask on, the little surgical mask too. Hey, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and go. Good, good talking to everyone. Bye. Yeah. Bye, Jay. It's just I don't know anymore. I really don't know. I just the our our chancellor is really asking for it. He's always saying like, ah, the neutrality was forced on us. It wasn't forced on Austria. He doesn't know shit about history. In 1956, that was the contract that was made to get the Russians out of here. You know, for the part of the country that was still occupied. You know, it's just like they just they just made an arrangement and said, okay, we'll be that buffer state. You know, it's the the same thing the Russians want now for for the Ukraine. You know. But just because Ukraine is the money laundering country uh, from the from the Biden family, if I may say that, that it's just they just don't want to lose it. They just want to put the whole world into war. Uh, millions of people are gonna die, and these these fuckers. I don't know. It's just crazy. It's just really crazy. Sorry, guys. I didn't I didn't want to let go like this, but I'm just. Really, it's cool. You got to vent. Sometimes it has to come out. You know. Well, a lot of the rest of the world's going the other direction on COVID. If that makes you feel better, 
they're, they're getting rid <laughs> yeah. of uh, they're getting rid of mask on airplanes April fourth. Yeah, it, it just it just doesn't make any sense. You know, it's everything because of the testing we're doing. You know, it's uh, we're testing everybody. Then they were saying already in November when they said, "Oh, we need a lockdown for the people who are not inoculated." You know why? Because there are the people who are more testing positive and so on. Of course, the inoculated people were the only ones testing. Of course, they're going to test more positive than the other than the rest of the people. You know, everybody else didn't have to do tests. It's just it's just so stupid. You know. It, nothing nothing works you know and then uh, he's just like playing around with the constitution they passed in 2021 they passed 25 laws 25 mandates uh because of corona do you know how many were approved by the constitutional court of austria zero no, None no. of them were approved, but it takes four to five months to review it, you know, and then they, yeah. they already put another one. Yeah, and now they're I, saying, oh, sorry, Javark, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, that's why everyone hates Austria, because everything there is gay and retarded. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. You know, it's it's just it's just completely stupid and then they did this this uh, vaccine mandate and then all the po the lefties on the television were saying yeah yeah it's the law you have to follow it in five months if the constitutional court says it's not okay then you don't have to do it anymore I said yeah but meanwhile i put that shit inside my body you dumb bitch you know and you can't take it off anymore it's, it's just so retarded you know it's like talking to I don't know, a mentally ill person that doesn't understand what you're saying and it doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just people are retarded. Well, don't ever go to California. Oh no. No. No thanks. I have other places I would much prefer to to visit. If I would go to America, there would be other places I prefer to visit than California for sure. Maybe just sit on the side of the road and go, oh, look at all these monkeys. These idiots. <laughs> That's how I felt in Washington, D.C. That more like gorillas. Oof. Uh, if I would go there. Fat and loud. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, oh, boy, it's just crazy. That's the capital. It's embarrassing. There's homeless, there's tent cities everywhere. It's over. Like, the decadence. They can hide it with the media, but you walk around, you see the cities, all the homelessness and the drug addicts. It's a failed state. I don't know. They hate their own people. It's the only... Our politicians hate us. They hate our guts. They hate our values. They hate our work. They hate everything. It's the only conclusion I arrive to because... Which politician doesn't want their people to be productive and a good member of society? For, for crying out loud, you know, it, it's even uh, some things are even more ridiculous in America. But the the, the crack pipes, really, really, yeah. is that the best yeah. you got? All the problems that you have. Oh, let's let's distribute some. Oh, because of COVID, so they don't catch COVID through their lips. Uh, I don't know what the hell is going on. Honestly, I. It's like I woke up in a clown world the last two years and I'm still trying to wake up and I can't, you know.
because it's not a dream. Yeah, it's, it's not a dream because I still have to pay my bills and my company is closed since two years. You know, it's crazy. I'm driving a bus again. Uh-huh. <sighs> Just crazy. I had such when a I wonderful somebody's driven a bus through the wall in Austria. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put up a sign saying let's go Brandon on the bus on the sign on the bus, you know, I'll just go like let's go Brandon on the on the top and then and we'll all shill for you and call it the bus of peace. Um, thanks, yeah. thanks. Yeah. Pieces. Spell it spell the it. The bus of Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, it's just it's just it's just crazy. I don't know what to what to say anymore. And you can't have a decent conversation with another human being anymore. Just like do you know about Russia? I said, Yeah, I know. They're the good guys and Ukraine is the bad guys. Call me a racist. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just it's just so stupid, you know. Ah oh, boy. Well someone yeah, says, Do you hear about Russia? I'd be like, nah, haven't heard anything. What's going on? Let them waste all their air and then just be like, source? (laughs) Well, we can talk about the sourcing of this conflict. Uh, So I did some research. Oh, yeah. The Kiev Independent? uh, Yeah, the Kiev Independent. uh, They use it in the Norwegian press all the time. They have a huge Twitter account. And uh, they were actually started right before hostilities uh, by a grant from the European uh, uh, Endowment for Democracy and a uh, gift from the Canadian government. So at the same time, or like two weeks after Trudeau called truckers opposing mandates Nazis, he's actually sending uh, uh, money to a newspaper or a blog in Ukraine who calls the Azov Battalion their brothers in arms? Shit! <laughs> no, you can't. You can't like... make you can't make this up. You know you can't make this up. It's just. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Look, guys, like it, this is my everyday for from the Iraq War to now. Like the more you know, like the easier it is to spot their shit. So you guys are pretty knowledgeable now. Like. So you see the Ukraine thing and just how bad the propaganda is and all. But like, I've been in this. Oh my God, we live with fucking clowns for twenty years, watching them do this bullshit, right? About Iraq, Syria, all of it. It's always been this bad. It's just, I don't know. This might be another level with the, <laughs> with the obviousness. Uh, because here's one that wasn't something like, oh, they just lied about WMDs. Like, there has been a conflict there since 2014, and all of them are ignoring that and acting like Putin just attacked in February, unprovoked and unjustified. And that is the official PR catchphrase, like unprovoked and unjustified. And you will see every little, everybody who's part of that uh, Unified Information Policy Center is going to say unprovoked and unjustified like ah uh, it's and i'm sure you've seen that where people have taken clips of the media describing something and they all have the same phrases verbatim and it goes all the way down to the local channel because they're just reading off the teleprompter that's yeah. your unified information policy 
Yeah, and that's also the the power of the New York Times because even though the New York Times readership isn't that impressive, uh, it's actually quite low. But all the other news stations in the entire U.S. United States get their stories from the main headlines in the New York Times. That is what they focus on. So the New York Times has the power to to drive coverage of events all over the U.S. by mere mention of it. Yeah, but they only read the headlines and then make up the rest of the story according to the narrative they want to put out, you know? That's the problem. Yes, to a certain degree, they need to, like, if you scroll down in uh, New York Times articles, you'll often find, like, tidbits of truth. But all the bullshit is front-loaded. So it's all up front with the bullshit, and then you scroll down because they need to... Like it's for the elite, or uh, I, Ryan doesn't like that word, but the, the the people in power. That's the people who read the New York Times, and they need accurate information, but they also need the propaganda to keep them motivated. They write to propaganda. It's New York you know what's going to happen one day. What's going to happen one day? It's going to be like a really important news. And nobody's going to believe it. It's going to be something really bad and really important, and nobody's going to believe it. Yeah, that That's already it happened. It's a Hunter laptop. Yeah, exactly. They rigged the election. Hillary spied on Donald Trump. You know, there was no Iraqi anthrax connection. No. Clinton was on the Lolita Express more times than I can count. Yep. Talking about Bill, Bill Clinton now. visited Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> the consultant okay. was intelligent. The, the gaps never ends because they run the press. Yeah, we've been live for uh, one hour and thirteen minutes now, and I just allowed Bot B to speak. Oh, hello. This is my. I just actually created a Telegram account and everything, so I'm kind of all new to this. Been watching uh, Ryan's Dawson's work for a while now. Cool. Yeah, th this yeah. is the uh, free uh, social media platform, uh, uh, or freer. Yeah, it's some, already... sometimes we'll do formal stuff, and sometimes we just shoot the shit. Right now, we're shooting the shit. Okay, nice. Because I don't have like any script. I don't have like any academically prepared like stuff on Ukraine and Russia at the moment, unfortunately. So I'm just kind of like chip. Well, I'm just kind of here just at the level or that. Like we have on the other channel, like exactly what happened today and you know all that. But I think we're at the level where we need a bigger discussion on the coverage of this whole thing. Because even if you had every single fact, you can't get it out there. You're not that Twitter deleted like fifty five thousand posts on quote unquote disinformation about Russia and Ukraine. Uh, they're just getting rid of accounts. YouTube's getting rid of accounts. You can't, you're not allowed to hear anything other than Zelensky is the new Fauci. Like, he's the new guy that's supposed to be the hero on the hill. And and uh, Putin's the new corona. Putin bad. Yeah, it's like... Man. Yeah, some real, like, fog of war kind of shit. I was like, I like kind of refrain from having any opinion on this war because other than, like, there shouldn't be one to begin with. That much is clear. I, I just really don't know which side to trust. They, uh, they just both seem very bad. Well, you don't have to pick a side, like, but it, I just, 
it's understandable what Russia's doing. I mean, they warned it for, for <laughs> the last eight years, promised this is what was going to happen, and now it's happening. Shouldn't be surprised. I hope the war ends quickly. Uh, Russia does win this, so sending weapons to Ukraine and all this shit it just it just going to prolong like, the inevitable and get more people killed. It's stupid. It's a repeat of the Mujahideen yet again, like three times now. It's a repeat of the Iran-Iraq war where we arm both sides and watch them kill each other. Like, they're not arming Russia, but they are because they are, quote-unquote, capturing all these weapons, right? Uh, yeah, both sides are getting the same thing, same toys, and that's the point. Let them kill each other. Yeah. Yeah, and it should be said, like uh, uh, geopolitical strategists, thinkers, international relations experts have been warning about this being an inevitable consequence of NATO expansion into Ukraine since the 90s. Uh, numerous letters were signed. One was signed by over 50 experts, and I think one of the signatories was uh, Henry Kissinger and uh, George Kennan and uh, a bunch of experts on this. So if Russia's actions are a predictable reaction to NATO policy, does that make this war NATO's fault? Because Russians are just doing what they're like. Yes, what that's the short answer. Yes. So that's this the short answer. Well, it's Ukraine's fault. They broke the Minsk agreement and started hitting Donbass with heavy artillery. And then all that other stuff is, yeah, NATO, all that, that adds to it. But, like, physically, it started because Lezinski started bombing Donbass again on the 17th of February with heavy artillery. And then the Donbass started firing back. So you're in the middle of the Civil War. You're ethnically cleansing Russians. You're getting weapons, troops, and money from NATO. So Russia's like, well, we're going to preempt this. And they invaded. But they have, they're not occupying they're not flattening cities. They have two stated goals. The demilitarization and denazification of Ukraine. And that's exactly what they seem to be doing so far. Hmm. Jesus, Ryan. It could be that you were speaking about 1939. Oh. No, I mean, that was very different. <laughs> well, there were Nazis, I guess. But... Um, Poland, Poland. Yeah, you know, early on, a lot of people supported that too. They, they, you know, but that was the consequence of World War One, and annexing land away from Germany. Like, why do you, they? Hitler didn't have some magic oratory powers. He brought up legitimate grievances about Danzig, about the the Rhinelands, about all these territory that had been taken from Germany, and German-speaking people still live there. And it had just been awarded to Poland or France and the Czech Republic. And they're like, this is German. And, you know, they were winning that war. They'd won the Eastern Front and turned to the West and America jumped in. The writing was on the wall because uh, Britain could get all the material support it needed. And Germany couldn't have a protracted war. They knew it. And then you got the horrible Treaty of Versailles. And, the, you know... World War II was totally unavoidable if they hadn't done what they did in World War One. Well, boy, central yeah, banks the... thought it made a lot of money on World War One. 
that's what I'm meaning about the thing. And then the promises uh, that were made to Poland back then, I believe it's the same thing which is happening to the Ukraine now. Uh, don't worry, just keep fighting, we'll help you. You know, just keep on going. Just poke the bear a little bit longer and uh, it's all good, don't worry. Everything's going to be okay. You yep. can't keep poking bears. Everything's not going to be okay. They're in an irreversible position. Here's another thing. They've put in stingers and man pads and javelins all over Ukraine. What's going to happen when these Azov battalions or ISIS types bring those into Western Europe? Yeah, I don't uh, really flying to those. Thailand. You anymore. could have a terrorist attack on a commercial airliner where they could just boom, stinger missile that out of the air. Yes. Uh, just fucking said, shoot it straight down. Yeah, yeah they could. that has they, that has for years already been the situation in Ukraine where you can pretty much buy any uh, black market weapon you want there. And now you're giving them advanced, modern, portable weapons. Before Malaysia <laughs> Airlines, what was the Malaysian Airlines? Uh, yeah, there was the a Malaysian Airlines shot down over Ukraine a while ago. Yeah, both sides blamed one another, but the, Ukraine had no interest in investigating the debris. But they, there's no motive to shoot down a plane. Oh yeah, let's just shoot down a plane full of people because that'd be a great fucking stunt, right? You gain nothing from doing it, unless you want to do it and blame it on your enemy. We know. Yeah, we everything know shot it down. We know we shot it down automatically when it was not spoken about anymore. You know. Because if it was the Russians shooting it down, I'm pretty sure that they wouldn't stop. They would just keep going and going and saying, oh, Putin did this, Putin did this. You know, it was the same thing with with Gaddafi and the other airliner. Although I'm not sure if he did it or not. In that case, do you know anything about it, Ryan? What? Gaddafi? Uh, they knifed the... him to death. No, yeah, no, Russia shot about... down a, a, a Korean plane that had left from Alaska. Because it went over yeah. Russian airspace. Well, this was the USSR, actually. Yeah, and the and America yeah. shot down an Iranian plane, commercial airliner, and killed hundreds of people. Uh, that's something oh, they still remember. Yeah, well, and let's just, remember the the crew, the uh, people that shot down that plane got medals, medals of freedom. Right, but though <laughs> the MH17 or whatever. It had bullet holes in it, and it looked like, I think they said, like, uh, some sort of ordnance blew up near it, but they did test, and, like, no, this doesn't have, this is from an older warhead type, and they argue back and forth, but it was shot over Ukrainian airspace, and there's zero motive for Russia to do it. Because what do you gain by shooting a plane full of civilians? But there is a gain if Ukraine does it, because Ukraine knows uh, that Western media is going to blame Russia no matter what. So it's something they can pin on their enemy. But that's not something that Russia can pin on Ukraine, because they don't control the media and they know it. That's why you wouldn't do that. 
it's another point about the humanitarian corridors. They said the Russians were shooting at them. I don't buy that at all. Because that would go that's would go against their own tactic. Part of the reason to have a humanitarian corridor, one is to let civilians out, whatever. But this is something they used to do in Syria. You give the side you're fighting a way out. Hey, just lay down your arms, change your uniform, and you can join the civilians and get out of there. Then you don't have to kill them. They can't fight you. You're getting rid of them. Like if you say, hey, look, you can either fight and die or you can join this corridor, just lay down your weapon, you get to live, leave. Well, if you start shooting at the corridors, then people are less likely. They're like, oh, I'm not doing that. You're lying. I'll, I'll get rid of my weapon and join that and then you shoot me anyway. Right? So you don't go to negotiations and make a humanitarian corridor and then start shooting at it when you've already got people surrendering and a lot of civilians leaving, like the side that would shoot at it is Ukraine because they're losing soldiers. All the soldier has to do is change his uniform and they can sneak out with all the other civilians. So all the, that there's that and there's all these witnesses saying the Ukrainians were shooting at us. They're trying to now they might not have been shooting the kill. They just sort of been shooting kind of at them to scare them into staying because they need them as meat shields. Uh, and they also need their own soldiers to stay. Because they're looking around and going, oh, where's so-and-so? Oh, it looks like he snuck out with the civilians, right? He gave up. And they did that in Syria. They kept saying, look, you can retreat north, right? Anything else is not an option. And so a lot of them did. They all ended up in Afrin, Idlib, right? Because that was their only escape route. And people were like, why didn't they just kill them off? They're like, well, if you don't allow a retreat route, then you have to fight to the very last man, and you're going to lose a lot of people too. But if you give them an out, a lot of them will take it. And you divide their force, and you can just wipe out the diehards that stayed behind, but everyone else is going to leave. And then you just end up with a spot like Idlib full of terrorists or whatever. Uh, so you can funnel them around. That's why I don't think Russia was firing on the human corridors. They would go against their own interests. Uh, a, a wild pug has appeared in chat, and I don't know what to do about it. Like, why create them in the first place if you're going to fire on them? You know? Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, a wild pug has appeared in chat. He's a very feral, feral. Uh, wild pug wants to battle. Yeah. <laughs> wild pug joined Grug. Uh, I got. I just yeah, got a little uh, question. Good. Um. Uh. This. This. So. The, yes. This, it was the. The Russia. No. <laughs> No, I'm not gonna... <laughs> in before juice. <laughs> uh, the 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 China alliance that keeps talking about. How actually strong is their ec economic uh, uh, alliances? Because how fanatical and bloodthirsty uh, the United States regime is to kick off some sort of armed conflict against Russia. It's stronger by the minute. Like, did you see? Have you seen yeah. the like Chinese ambassadors going on TV and stuff? And like, it's uh, 
we're making it much stronger. We just sanctioned a bunch of Chinese Chinese people and like business. Oh, and that's shit. Like, oh, so stupid. I know they're going to do it right back. They're going to do it right back to us. Well, yeah. Well, th- well, well. Thank you for the information because, like, this Telegram is like the only place on the internet where I could at least discuss and get no bullshit information without going full blown QAnon or, or neocon bullshit. Shoot yeah, one it's spooking the kook, right? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm like I'm yeah. being dead serious. Like this is like the only spot where if I if I hear something on the internet or I do my own research, I have to like feed it through here and go see whether or not it, it stands up to the Ryan Dawson. Stand to the truth of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have the advantage of I've been following this since it started. So you can sort of see the bullshit as it comes rather than trying because, to figure it out. Because, the, what, because how how closely, well, I mean, uh, basically since America's been sending all industry to China, I said, how, how really is they could do any really economic warfare with China given the fact how the codependent United States and China is, but if B- Biden, if this regime is that crazy, I said, China. You're thinking like right. someone that's not retarded. I never underestimate how fucking incompetent our leadership is. Yeah. yeah. You're acting like Biden has American interests at heart rather than China. Yeah. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah, if he did, we wouldn't be complaining about him like we are. He I mean, could end this tomorrow. I was just blown away when I saw that we were putting sanctions on China. It was like, that is literally the dumbest thing we could possibly do right now. Well, we could send Kamala Harris there to negotiate. That would be dumber. <laughs> She'd come back with fucking stains on her dress. <laughs> Kamala Japan Harris is, is a small Kamala- country. China is a big country. Big China country. No. no, worse. She'd be like, Taiwan is a small country. <laughs> <laughs> she she'd go over there and say konnichiwa <laughs> that would go over well because <laughs> because uh, i'm waiting for uh if the united states does pull some heavy like try to seize some uh communist parties foreign bank account kind of crap that they've oh been doing God. with the russian oligarchs i'm waiting to see if uh, the chinese government just goes straight up just goes okay uh these sector of economy that we're sending uh, finished goods products to, uh, we don't, we don't, we don't do this anymore. They just do That's, complete. Yeah, it's, it's pretty predictable what would happen. That would happen, and then it would completely solidify their ties with Russia and India. Yeah. India would get way more pro-Russia, pro-China. Like the U.S. would move its dollar store factories to Vietnam or whatever, but like that's not that's not how. China can hit us a lot harder by saying, okay, we are also going to restrict grain and fertilizer, and along right. with the Russians. Now, basically, the, like, yeah, basically, the American people are fucked. No matter how this plays out, it's a matter of how fucked we are. Like, if we keep fucking with China and poking that bear in addition, like, dude, you're about to see prices on food and everything go just insane. Mm-hmm. And if that coalition comes together... Dude, banks are sure down right now, join. still. The bank systems, they've been hit with cyber attacks. <laughs> well, so, like, I mean, if Biden got... fucking went on TV talking about doing a cyber war with Russia and attacking their fucking financial and power infrastructure. It's like, oh, what, what a great idea, dude. What, just fucking getting a hacking war with Russia. Good idea, bro. And yeah, China. It, it, that's uh, yeah. it, that, by definition, that is an act of war. 
doing cyber attacks and yeah. talking openly about doing it. There's a reason you're supposed to shut the fuck up about that. Stuxnet, what? Still do it. Yeah. Right. Why yeah. would you say that? Like saying that is like the dumbest strategic thing you could do. But that's the people we got in there: Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. And that's I why we're not going to walk on us. Yeah. We're just not a serious country. I mean, look at our leadership. Like, why would anyone yeah. take us seriously? I prefer to call her Kamala Negress just to be edgy. <laughs> I just call her the Kamala. <laughs> like, there's only one. <laughs> that's I stupid. Just call it, I, I just call I just it the call embarrassment. <laughs> so, how many dicks? Hundred? Thousand? How many dicks million. did she suck to get her position? Six million easy. Just for, just I don't think there's enough time bucket. to suck six million dicks, though. <laughs> just call it cum bucket. Probably three out of four at a time. Not I, I want to let it suck my dick. Can I ask you a question about an article you put in a... Hey, wait. Yeah. Let's look, a question about an article in where? You put in Telegram a little while ago. Uh, okay, it was about was it? Ukraine rolling tanks into Russia. They had like five troops go across the border and then two tanks went over and tried to save them. And then the Russian army took videos of it. Yeah. Do you remember that? I thought it was in Belarus, but maybe they went into Russia. Yeah. That was in the very beginning, right? Yeah, it was before the quote-unquote peacekeeping operation. Right. I think it was like March 2nd or something. Yeah, I think that's a good argument to use. I, I wasn't yeah, they, familiar with that. They went into Belarus and, like, you know, above Kharkiv, there's is some Russia, and then uh, above Kiev is Belarus. They actually tried to, like, go in and hit them over there. And uh, this is, again, like, all right, you're bombing Donbass and you're crossing the border with tanks. You started this shit. Yeah, they got fucked. I don't know if it yeah, was yeah. tank or armored vehicle. Uh, it's it whatever's in our videos of it. I think it was tanks, but I could be wrong. It may have been. They usually go together because one's got. Did you see where the where the Did you see where the Ukrainian like official press showing video images of the missile strike they had done in Donbass that had killed a bunch of civilians, and they're blaming it on Russia. And a cluster bomb, yeah. Yeah, and then and, and so they actually have... supposedly fired the general that had done it, and Zelensky was like, "Oh, he did this without our approval," and it was a yeah, rogue general, whatever. But but then the media is reporting it as if Russia did. Well, of course they would. But like, even <laughs> Ukraine was like, "Hey, don't do that because they'll do it back," you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's about, like, Israel showing, like, dead Palestinian kids and be like, look what the Palestinians did to us. Look what they did to themselves. Yeah, the Drudge Report thing. Was it uh, or the New York Post? Well, that's what's funny is a lot of the footage blaming Russia for atrocities is all pictures from Palestine and Beirut and Syria, things right. that Israel has done, right? <laughs> I, I found this website on 4chan a couple weeks ago, and I haven't—I bookmarked it, but I, I think it was on another computer or something. I haven't been able to find it, but it's basically like really gruesome pictures, casualties from like every war, and it was linked when somebody had been saying had been contesting the idea that 
the Ukrainian government had been attacking the Donbass region and killing civilians. And someone linked this, and it was just like hundreds of pictures. And I'm trying to find it. And dig they it back burn up. children. Yeah. They got people locked in a building and set it on fire, and he killed hundreds Did of Did you see that doctor saying that his staff was under orders to castrate Russian, the captured yep. Russians? That was yeah. wonderful. Because they're patriots it's, now. And then all the, dude, you turn on any channel in America, all they're talking about is Putin's war crimes, Putin's war crimes. And it's like, holy shit. Like, they're, they're, Ukraine's war crimes are pretty fucking well documented at this point. Like, they're not even being Well, how about, about Saran wrapping people to a pole and spanking them on the ass with sticks and stuff? Like, right. They, they're even doing that to kids and women now. Mm-hmm. Supposedly for looting. Which, if they were looting, I'm like, well, go ahead and spider man them to a pole. But uh, I think they're just doing it to any ethnic I think they're pro Russian like. people. They're right. Probably somebody that's pro Russian. I mean, Fucking Zelensky just banned 11 political parties, including the largest opposition party, just for not being sufficiently loyal to him. Well, yeah, he said doing they that. were all like, he said they were all tied to Russia, which is absurd. Even though at least the largest one had denounced the Russian invasion consistently. Yeah. They just weren't they loyal to him. Seats. Yeah. And he also uh, got rid of all the television channels but his own. Right. Fucking dem- I, I'm so sick of hearing people fucking whinge about democracy and sovereignty. It's like, Ukraine is neither democratic nor sovereign. Oh, about as democratic as our country. <laughs> yeah. No, the goal is. to create an undemocratic uh, a country our elites could pilfer. Well, are we not allied to Jordan and Saudi Arabia, which have monarchies and run by Salafists right. or Bahrain? Right. Or, you know, keep going down the list. We don't have a problem well, with dictators when there are dictators. Well, <laughs> right. no, no. I, I would say the uh, the uh, Ukrainian understood Trudeau. how democracy worked very well. That's why they gave Hunter Biden a job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, chief, the kleptocracy gotta, is real. You Yeah, you got to pay for You got to pay to play. Yeah, got to yeah. pay to play. <laughs> The best line in that Nick Fuentes Destiny debate was at the end where they were talking about Zelensky and Nick said, Zelensky sucks, and if you like him, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Destiny is Well, Nick went to the very end to bring up the Bay of Pigs in the coup of 2014. Uh, oh, yeah. But he, miss, he missed a couple softballs when oh, Destiny boy. said they, they blew up every hospital in Aleppo and this all this right. neocon propaganda about Libya. And, uh, oh, yeah. I think Nick was just sick of talking by that point, probably. Yeah, and he was really hammering the like realist perspective, and not so much not so much in control of all the all the facts about the situation. Into the specifics, you know, like look, right, we had a yeah. fucking coup, okay, right. and they bombed on boss, they broke the Minsk agreement, they arrested political parties, they like, oh yeah, well, uh, you know, well, uh, didn't Poroshenko uh, order protesters off the street? And I'm like, yeah, because they had snipers shooting police. That like, you missed that part. <laughs> Yeah, and and he he put this like a hyper realist perspective rather than a like information super well informed perspective. But I like we had realist versus neoconservative shit lib American exceptionalist. Oh well, when we do, he had an excuse for every NATO or American intervention, right? And there just isn't any. 
for for Libya, for Belgrade, for for none of it. <laughs> yeah, Al's just calling himself the anarcho NATOist now. <laughs> anarcho fucking NATOist. That is yeah. an oxymoron. <laughs> yeah, that's the, like the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Well, I, uh, I can see how he, he's an anarcho NATOist because I also struggle with my own uh, ideology, anarcho fascism, and it causes internal <laughs> struggle. Right, tearing myself apart. The another good point Nick made was where uh, they were talking about the war being justified. Nick said, "I think this is probably the most justified conflict in the 21st century." He said, "It's definitely more justified than our invasion of Iraq or overthrowing the government of Libya." He said, "Like you could could definitely say the uh, the aggressor." Yeah, I was thinking, well, certainly the Iraq. Geez and all were justified in shooting at us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, I get it from from the aggressor's point of view. Right, he was yeah, saying what, that what like, obviously, obviously Ukraine having missiles on their border and stuff is a greater security risk to Russia than Iraq was to us. Oh, snap. <laughs> but Israel, ooh. Hey, Iran's got cruise missiles that can hit Tel Aviv now. Uh, that's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, it'd be funny to see them actually nuke Israel off the face of the earth. I've, I've been Iran, look, think about this. Think about this. Iran's been putting all its stats in defense, right? It's like they realize the U.S. and all these other little allied countries, they can't get skin in the game. And if we were to invade Iran, we're losing 20,000 easily. Just from right. all the defense they have, they got anti-air. They got the mountains. The you know whatever. So that gives them time. Now they work on their offense, and all they don't need missiles to reach Europe or the U.S. They just need them to go far enough to hit Israel. And if you start trading shots, cruise missile for cruise missile, well, Iran's a lot bigger, has a lot more people. They'll survive it. Israel won't. But Israel does have nukes. I've been not. pushing. I've been pushing hard that Israel should help defend Ukraine. You know, they're trying to uh, they're trying to ride the fence on this shit because of all their ties to both countries, and that's why Zelensky's like, oh, they they need to mediate because they're the only country with good relations with all this bullshit. But you yeah, know, Israel's, want, Israel, Israel's trying to prolong a, a uh, make it stagnant so they can get as many Jewish refugees out of Ukraine and into Oh, Palestine. yeah, they're, they're willing to fight for the last drop of Goy blood, you know? Yeah. They're like Goy versus Goy. Let's yeah. just eat popcorn, you know? Like, I, I would, I, all right. You know, like, I would love to see them pressured to actually pick a side because, like, if they were forced to actually piss off Russia, that would be glorious because then Russia would support all of... Uh, all of even more so support any of Iran's uh, uh, actions towards Israel. And God, can you imagine Russia pumping fucking AKs into Gaza? <laughs> well, did you see the foreign minister said the Golan Heights is has been uh-huh. annexed by yeah. Israel and that belongs to Syria? I saw that like, happening. <laughs> did, you, did you see uh, uh, the Israelis' uh, response after Zelensky gave his spiel asking them for support? No. Uh, they, okay. So oh, they, yeah, they, yeah, 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 the Holocaust stuff, right? No, 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 no. Uh, well, they said, they said, thank you for sharing your feelings. 
That's funny. <laughs> I know, then a bunch of them, a bunch of them got mad because he said something about stopping a second Holocaust or something. And of course, yeah. that's their secret. Yeah, so cow, he doesn't but... write these speeches. He goes to the UK and he's talking about Henry V and Churchill and all this. He goes to America and he talks about Martin Luther King and he goes to Germany what? and tells them, "You better stop the second Holocaust because they also have Holocaust guilt." Like actors don't write their own stuff. lines. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actors don't write their own lines. It's true. <laughs> he's just there to deliver. He fucked up on his green screen. Like, why did you get a blue screen if he's gonna wear like green shirts and stuff? Because like. I, I don't even believe his shoulder and arm disappeared. He's not. His arm disappeared. <laughs> it's like, how many billions of dollars do you have, and you can't even get a proper blue screen or green screen? They're well, so funny. Their, their like, army is starving right now. They're starving. Well, they're running out of fuel and ammo. Yeah. They're gonna have no they leverage have, soon. Yeah, they have no chance in hell. And they're basically fleeing into the cities because they want to they want to surround themselves with as many civilians as possible to delay the inevitable. Oh yeah, did you hear them talking about Russia striking Baba Yar, the like Holocaust memorial and shit? They're so yeah. full of shit. It never Every happened. Every fucking thing they say. Yeah. I know. It never happened. I was like, almost like I, I, people who are still alive. <laughs> if only. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They hit that TV tower. Okay. Yeah. What did we kill? They basically killed 30,000 Jews again. 80% of civilian casualty rate in Iraq. But Russia hit a TV tower. So there. (laughs) We're going right right now. Street to street. Where I'm at in Alabama, the thing that's got people the most animated is the fake-ass attack on the maternity hospital that had not had any maternity patients in it for weeks and that the fucking Azov battalion had posted up in. But uh oh, that's the war thought. Yeah, the war thought. Yeah. Are you talking about babies in the incubators? Let me re uh, say my joke again. <laughs> it's so horrible it's so horrible that Putin put baby mamas in incubators. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But it, it's, it's crazy that people like actually, book how quick people are to eat up the propaganda now, but you know, they've cut out all alternative sources of information. Like, right. And it doesn't matter how many times they lie and leave. get caught. It doesn't right. matter how like how okay there was no ghost of Kiev, there was no Snake Island, there was no E Thought uh, Army Lady, whatever, there was no pickle jar lady though. Each one gets yeah. debunked and they're like so and it's just on to the next thing. It, it doesn't and, matter how much child porn gets found on the fucking president's son's laptop, who cares? Yeah. Or like well, it, yeah, no. Yeah, it's it's shout the lie, whisper the retraction. Or don't even acknowledge it. <laughs> they don't even bother with that anymore. Yeah. There's no retraction. Like the only retraction is from people like us that you know sneak in and get a couple tweets out before we get deleted. You know, like there is no retraction. Right. You'd have to go find shit. Uh, I can name like all twenty of us that are <laughs> telling the truth, right? They go in and, and actually look at fucking firsthand accounts and stuff. South Front got banned right. from YouTube. 
Um, the problem is you, you would have to know where to look to even hear that side of the picture, you know, and now they're, they're exactly. attacking anything that could even lead, you know, they don't even want they you to turn on TV and see, and see an old Brian Dawson interview. <laughs> yeah, they banned Sputnik. Yeah, that's funny because I was on RT talking about Ukraine and what a power keg it was in 2014 yeah. when they had right after they had the coup. And Pepe Escobar and I are talking about Newland's phone call and the whole setup that they did, right? And I'm even on record talking about Kolomoisky's financing and John Luke Burnell's uh, human trafficking, which a uh, portion of that went to Jeffrey Epstein. And it's just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, if, if God, if we had an even playing field, I would be killing it. I, you know, like, it would be killing it right now, but. You can't talk about it. You can't even talk about it on someone else's show because then they'll get banned. Right. right. And, you know, Douglas McGregor, Scott Ritter, uh, Blumenthal, like, um, there's a few that'll try to get on this channel or that, but it's like they got to go on the gray zone or, uh, you know, whatever's left of RT or some fucking. Dude. Made up, new, Jimmy Dore. you know, freelance yeah, thing. Jimmy like, Dore, person, Jimmy Dore, like a comedian, like that. Right, that's the biggest channel left. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I'm surprised he's joke. left, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, there's like Dore and Smith and stuff because they're comedians still on, and they get a lot of things wrong too. But this is yeah, how I lose my goddamn mind when I hear people bitching and saying that talking about Russian propaganda and censorship. I'm like. You have like no no awareness of what's actually going yeah, on. Yeah, Chinese here. censorship. I'm like, isn't that what we do? Right. It's been cleansed, man. Everything. I guess yeah. stick. Every, every like, time I, I get like a rebuttal to any of the bullshit I hear people saying around here, they'll always respond. They're like, oh, that sounds like some Russian propaganda. You know, everything on that on those Russian media sites is just propaganda. I was like, oh, but CNN's 100% accurate, right, Mr. Trump voter? Every <laughs> time I've been on CNN, they censored what I said and changed my words. Every time I've been on RT or Press TV, whatever I said is what they aired. They, they aired Abby anything. Martin criticizing Putin, the annexation of Crimea. They yeah. later told her, they said, we're, well, we're going to send you to Crimea so you can see what it's actually like. And she's like, fuck that. I'm not going to Crimea. <laughs> and that's when she got fired. But they let her say it. Yeah. Well, that well was there was funny. no annexation. It was a secession. Not a single bullet was right. fired. Yeah, that's right. You can't annex a place without any violence. Like, that's secession. Right. They voted to leave because they were being abused. Their culture, their language was being uh, banned and oppressed, and they're in a nation full of corruption. It's 15 billion euros in debt with no way to pay it off. That's like what, like five Zelensky's? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, across the river there. (laughs) uh, Do you remember the Panama Papers? Yeah. From uh, yeah. Well, do you know who shows up in them? Zelensky. He's also in the Pandora Papers. Yes, he shows up in the uh, Panama Papers. Yeah, and Pandora too, the most recent ones. Yeah. So you actually, uh, if you want to say he's corrupt, you could just point to that and be like, "Case closed." Well, it's funny because the New York Times used to do stories on 
Zelensky and Fordoshenko and Yatsenok and all that and saying how corrupt Ukraine was. And then suddenly it all stops and they do a 180. I wonder what happened. <laughs> oh, they they incorporated uh, the Biden family, the Kerry family, the Pelosi family in on the crime. They got a nice Jewish boy in charge. <laughs> they got a, a nice Jewish prime minister, a nice Jewish president, and uh, and they started hiring nice Jewish boys like Chris Hines out of John Kerry. Uh -huh. and, uh, yeah, suddenly. <laughs> One of my friends here that's like not particularly knowledgeable about what's going on and all, but is, at least isn't stupid, said, it's so weird how they're trying to turn this like five foot four Jewish guy into a sex symbol. What the fuck's up with that? <laughs> they tried it with Fauci. Yeah. They're like, Fauci's as handsome as Brad Pitt. I'm like, no, no, he ain't. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a fucking goblin. I think he's in witness protection. He's scared to death, man. If the oh, info yeah. and Pfizer and all that ever comes out, they're so toast. They're so roasted. Right. Ryan, hypothetically speaking, if I would become the president of the European Union, could I hire you just to be behind my ear and shut up bullshit? I mean, I'd just tell you to dissolve the union. <laughs> I would. That would be, that would be like... one of the first things I would do, but, you know, would you, I don't know, because I'm, I'm thinking, Jesus, fuck, it's, it's, it's a waste, honestly, because if I was, like, President of the United States, I would want people like you in my cabinet, honestly. Honestly. Well, I could tell you who to bring into the cabinet, you know. I make, uh, First of all, Donald Trump is the press secretary just for the fucking focus <laughs> that would create. <laughs> I put Ron Paul as the new Fed chairman because he'd get in there and do nothing. Scott uh, Ward <laughs> I'd put him as the, uh, the chief of staff. Um, yeah, I'd put McGregor in. Douglas McGregor would be the head of the DOD. <laughs> And then uh, Sam Hyde for Secretary of State. <laughs> Can you imagine? It'd be the EU Sec by America. <laughs> Secretary of State Sam Hyde. Sam okay, Hyde. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know who I'd... I mean, I have to think about that. Like, who I'd really put in there. But, like, um, yeah, for sure. There, there are that, people... Go ahead. I was saying, you remember that video that went viral with that blonde lady talking to Putin saying, if I was your mother, I would raise you with love and respect so that you wouldn't have so much hate in your heart and all this shit. Sam Hyde did a spoof of that, saying to Putin, if I was your father, and he's like, Putin, if I was your father, I would have you circumcised extra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His, when he went off on deaf people. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah he was on Temple Hat. Yeah, and Sandra Bullock's like, yeah, there's no Suga Alpha Slam Dunk Carry. Because like the people coming around you, he's like, we're supposed to all be in the same uniform and stuff. <laughs> he went off on the French and the Italians. He's like, is this how they talk? <laughs> yeah. 
Sam Hyde has had a good year. He uh, he, uh, right. he released a really successful documentary that was hilarious. And to be right. honest, just a, just the suggestions for what to do, especially was funnier than like yeah yeah that he was got funnier the troll than the actual on documentary. But one of the ideas was to have a ticker that showed just the U.S. dollar compared to the U.S. dollar. <laughs> So it's just like a ticker that says like one. <laughs> I thought that was well, it's like the uh, the doomsday but, clock. It's always yeah. two minutes. Yeah, but he was also on Tucker, which is uh, who thought yeah. that would happen in this reality? Sam Hyde right. or Tucker? Well, he was mentioned on Tucker, yeah. Yes, right. but that's... The idea that the press constantly wrongly reports him as a shooter or fucking ghost of Kiev or whatever, like... And that—that's the fact that he was mentioned in that context is even better because it kind of just like exposes. Well, it's hilarious because it shows how they is. they get their stories from Twitter, right? And so poll and 4chan and stuff are like, let's all go to Twitter and say Sam Hyde did such and such, and these shitlids <laughs> eat it up like it's real news, and they did. God, because it's like the ghost of hot ghost of Kev is a hero. He has a name. Samuel Weinstein right. or whatever the hell he said. <laughs> yeah, in that Adams video, that documentary, he paid this girl to pretend to be his like drug addicted girlfriend and like shaved her head and shit and has her like going through Adams' pockets and shit and trying to fuck you. And Adams was like at one point in his version of the documentary, he was like, They all made me moderately uncomfortable. She made me extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a great documentary. Sam Hyde is a genius, uh, but it's anti-comedy. Anyway, it's like, Secretary of State Hyde. <laughs> I would. Uh, I don't think you can get better than press Secretary Trump. Like they have to deal Sam with him every Hyde, day. Sam Hyde would try to fight the female uh, press uh, people. <laughs> He would he would he try, would. try to start fights with the the press corps. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. by the way, yeah. I, 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 oh, uh, uh, while I have you here, uh, Varg Vikernes was uh, um, declared an official enemy of Ukraine by Zelensky's government. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> Is that real? How can I don't know if it's real. I hope so. <laughs> He loves this channel, you know that, right? <laughs> no. Varg's, Varg's a lurker. <laughs> He's Varg, funny as yeah. shit. I, I love that dude's moral courage. He'll be like, like someone will be talking shit to him. He's like, I bet you have a foreskin. <laughs> like, <laughs> how's your foreskin doing? <laughs> shit like that. He just cracks me up. He's like, moral courage. <laughs> Stop watching porn. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I could try to do so like a Norwegian accent, but uh, it's quite. Someone called like a. Someone tried to did the typical thing, calling people Jew shields or something. He said, "I've literally been to prison for anti-Semitism. What about you?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Speaking of which. What is, uh, and like what they is said, that somebody was like, "You killed a guy. Uh, you killed a person. Your opinion doesn't really matter." He said, "I killed a communist. Hardly a person." Right. <laughs> yeah, Your was not a fucking person. 
<laughs> yeah, I so, saw uh, somebody asked him, do you ever miss Euronymous or dead? And he just responded one word, no. <laughs> What was what's so memorable about fucking dead? He was literally just a fucking doomer, sitting in the corner with a shotgun. Like, basically, that's all he was. Yeah, quite literally, like Ronnie McNutt before, like, but without a video camera. Yeah, and now his pieces of fragments of his skull are worn by like like six different uh, black metal bands. They're probably like em- members of well, Emperor. They're planning or like on kidnapping on. Varg and electrocuting him and tying him up and torturing him and shit. So he just went and got them first. Like that's what he says. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. I Varg stands there. We believe him. We believe his story. He says, <laughs> "Who's the more charismatic person, anyway, Varg or Euronymous? I choose Varg, so I believe him. <laughs> just on that alone." Listen, the audio he recording was trying of the plan. to kill me, and I had to do something before he killed me, and I killed him. I had to go stabby stab, okay? I, I love all the, you know, how people have to, like, believe women shit. I want one that just says, believe Vargs. Print it, bro. <laughs> I can do that. Have you seen the No Bells, No Peace? <laughs> no. Right, I like it, it I like it. It's uh, no bells and then no with a K, peace. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Nobel Peace Prize. That's funny. Nice mug, 15 ounces of your favorite beverage. Yeah, or 11 ounces. You can also get the moderate 11 ounces because I don't think. Yeah. Uh, I, you I Americans you drink like make everything too big. Like, I don't need a 15-ounce mug. The The coffee's going to turn cold. I mean, I was thinking that's the You use mugs size. for coffee? <laughs> what do you yeah, use coffee should for? be in barrels. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, scotch, obviously. <laughs> Cheap scotch. <laughs> not the good stuff with the crystal. I mean, scotch is already the good stuff by it being scotch. <laughs> Comparatively, uh if you can't light that alcohol on fire from two inches away, it's too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a Walmartian for alcohol. Oh, Shit, I'll buy it from a, I will buy it from a vending machine. I'll buy it from a vending machine. I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm right there. Not homeless choice. That's probably my second or third drink. But yeah. Bottom shelf plastic bottle doesn't bother me a bit. Fuck that. One <laughs> <laughs> more. I think you're crazy more... with your liquor. <laughs> I mean, I'm more serious. Sorry. On a more serious note, I like note, tequila. Just... There's only like really expensive or really shitty. There isn't much in the middle when it comes to tequila. Right. So shitty it is. Ugh. You get a headache thinking about that. I would just like to say that uh, every time, every evening at this time, I think of uh, cheesesteak because there's a girl going home. Girl, a young woman, about mid-twenties. <laughs> and she had like the largest boobies I ever saw on a 5'5 five, five girl. Uh, it's just something really amazing. 
Uh, so I have to think about him every every what day. What do you mean? She walks by at this time every day or something? She's no, I, 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 no, I drive her home on the bus, what? you know. <laughs> uh, Dave, you're I was about to say, what, are you hiding in the bushes uh, with a baseball uh, uh, bat? <laughs> no, 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 nothing well, like that. Wait, 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 just... no, no, so, 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 so what you're saying is you see a hot girl and you think of cheesesteak. <laughs> yeah, because of the boobies conversation, let's say. It's just like, I, I would think, man, if he was here, he would you really approve these is? boobies. <laughs> I didn't even know you were Catholic. Cheesesteak <laughs> <laughs> likes boobies? This is news to me. <laughs> we got like an official like ANC ribbon that basically like says you got great boobies, become an ANC member. Or something like that. <laughs> oh my God. I Golden got I'm, I'm shooting 10 out of 10 on all my uh, booby posts or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, oh, I had I a, a mic drop one today. News. They said, is Braveheart the most libertarian movie ever? I go, no, that title would go to They Live. <laughs> I have great news. Not a single person argued. What's the good news? Jen Saki has... Jen Saki has COVID. <laughs> I thought she was vaccinated. She's vaccinated yeah, she and had it before. <laughs> four months ago. So I don't know what's going on with natural immunity right there. Well, the best is uh, Dr. Fauci has COVID. And he's considering retirement. Yep, that's why he's been missing. It's like you had all your shots, all your booster, all your everything, and you got COVID anyway. So the ginger has COVID. What happened? She stayed in the sun too long. I got I got bad sunburn on the back of my neck the other day, like at that funeral. And I'm like certified redneck now. Can we bring in Kelly McEnany one more time since Pisaki's sick? Yeah, she was like a, the only entertaining press secretary I can remember. Because she'd actually answer questions. Right. Yeah, and she was exactly what Mitt Romney wanted, a binder with a woman or something like that. Oh, shit. A woman with a binder. No, he wanted binders full of women. That was what That's the right. media made fuss about. <laughs> but she was a woman with a binder, and she did her job very well with that binder. He's been the best press secretary since... In my memory, like, you got to go way back. She did her job really well. Yeah, she did. Like, Morgan she Friedman. A, whatever Trump did, she would spend it in the best way you could. <laughs> right. Pasaki's like, she's entertaining just because of how incompetent and, like, what a fucking coward she is. She didn't even try. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Did that cause inflation? No. Why? Because it won't. Next. Right. Great argument. <laughs> you're transporting. You're flying off miners in the middle of the night. It wasn't in the middle of the night. It was at 3 a.m. Case closed. Yeah, it was early morning. There you go. Next question. I, yeah, and when she was asked about Hunter Biden, she was asked about Joe Biden's repeated claims that the Biden that his son's laptop was Russian disinfo or whatever, and she was like, I would direct you to the Justice Department. Hunter Biden is not an employee of the government. They were like, no, we were asking about Joe's claims that it was fake. <laughs> yeah, who is an employee of the government. Right. Again? My favorite, Again. though, is that guy 
I can't remember their name, that State Department official that's had that AP guy just roasting him lately, where they're making some claims about Russia, and he asked if there was any evidence of this, and he was like, I'm giving you the evidence now. He's like, no, you're giving us allegations. You're not substantiating right. it with anything. <laughs> <laughs> they, that's what happens when someone's allowed to talk, which is why yeah. they have to censor everything and everywhere. Right. They they can't even allow comments on videos. They can't. They got rid of dislike buttons because people are getting ratioed so hard. Because like, oh, we're not allowed to comment. Well, everybody will thumb this down. Like, I'm pretty sure they did that up. because of that that elves movie or series that that like thing Seth Rogen and Sarah Silverman made. Uh, that was uh, the, the like hardcore Jew propaganda yeah. stuff about Christmas. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So they just got rid of dislike button. You're not allowed to show your disapproval of this. Right. And it's the, the it's the most impotent rage too. Like, oh, I'm furious. Let me click this button. It's not really. It's it's not a it's not a huge uh, opposition. It's just like impotent. I mean, it, even, it would even help you in the algorithm at least like most of the time they change that stuff up a lot but for the longest time dislikes counted as engagement in the same way that likes did but so, the yeah. problem is it's it lets the uh goy see each other right and you can see like when when rogan interviewed uh barry weiss and you right. see like seventy-two thousand dislikes and you read the comments, and it's just page after page after page of people dogging on her, uh, of what a little Zionist bitch she is. It gives you hope for many. Like, wow, I didn't know there were so many people that actually understood this. Yeah, that was like the biggest white pill in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, wow, this there's a receptive audience. Can you imagine what I could do on Rogan, ripping on Israel and Palestine. <laughs> like, the whole world knows, outside of the 50 states at least. They all know what's well, going on. Well, that's why they're that's why they're like stepping up the like information control so much lately, like because mm -hmm. I think they're starting to starting to shiver a little bit. Well, I think VK and Telegram, whatever the Chinese come up with soon, like there's going to be a viable uh, alternative pretty soon. God, I wish Israel would send troops to Ukraine. <laughs> like that would accelerate all of this. <laughs> Oh, it too busy the killing the Palestinians. No, they're too busy yeah. killing Palestinian children in broad daylight. It's well, it's just like uh, Gulf War One and Two; they were not allowed to send troops into Iraq because that would have right. turned all the other Arab allies against us. So it's right. like this unseekable aircraft carriers bullshit. It's like America had to ask them not to get involved. Because their involvement would turn everyone else against it. So if they got right. involved in Ukraine, that would just get all the Arab states now siding with Russia. Right. And, yeah. and it would like solidify the like Russian and Chinese ties. And you, you would see things like alternative media platforms develop very quickly. And you would see America move to ban them very quickly. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and uh, I don't know if anyone of you saw the movie on Dick Cheney. I just think it was called Dick, or maybe something else. I don't know, but it was. Uh, I, I don't watch a lot of Dick movies. Uh, yeah, so it was a biography. Dick Cheney. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> whenever I see dick, I think of cheesesteak. But it was a biographical movie, and, uh, and there's a scene in the movie where they're talking about, oh, we're going to invade Iraq. And uh, uh, the woman playing Condoleezza Rice turns over to Dick Cheney and says, oh, by the way, the Israelis are against this. this they don't want anything to do with that. Yeah, and that is how, well, 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 and that is how most people take in history from movies. So now right. the reason, reality. Send, yeah, the reason Israel didn't send troops to Iraq wasn't because the Iraqis would get pissed uh, or that they, they're completely useless as an ally. It's because they were against it for moral reasons, because they're Israel, yeah. they're a moral country. Right. Yeah. Let's just yeah. that they just you might as well think that for those missile strikes. They were they were over it. <laughs> you you might as well think that Tom Hanks is a fucking historical figure just because you watched Saving Private Ryan or something like that. Uh-huh. Netflix is going to make a Putin documentary in twenty years where Putin's black. <laughs> so that meme that was great. Well, uh, he's he's black and a rapper. Yeah, but to shit on a, a different social network, all the people that think movies are real life and what actually happened they're all on instagram so if you ever want to slum it yeah. with them go on instagram yeah go ahead and say five million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine what do you <laughs> yeah, mean I was saying the other day when i was when i was bitching about the masks on the planes i was saying i need a mask that just says the holocaust is fake and watch them beg me to take my mask off <laughs> <laughs> See if they can more about COVID or, or narrative control. Just wear a Confederate flag mask. I've got one, but it's so fucking small it don't fit me. Uh, you've had it since a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it, I've got a Kafia one too. Uh, last, the other day when I fl- oh shit, uh, I think I told you about this. I was watching uh, watching like nine eleven stuff on my laptop. And I had paused it and was listening to TRS, and my Bluetooth cut out, and, it, and my phone just starts playing real loud for a second, and it's just like every racial slur you can imagine. <laughs> like it was like the worst time, and everybody looks at me like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> I know this a good is a thing little I... bit off topic. I know this is a little bit off topic, but I don't know if you guys remember. Me talking about Patty the Body Pimblet like a week ago before the fights. Patty the Body Pimblet first round win total total victory. I don't know if any of you guys caught it or Ryan if you got it, but uh, I called it. You did call Have it. Have y'all seen that Chechen guy? Have y'all seen that Chechen uh, MMA guy? I can't Tom remember Sa- his name. Sa- but... Sa- yeah, he's a badass. He's badass. He uh, he's coming to kill everybody, kill everything. He says, "I smash everyone." <laughs> Chechen with a hair lip, so yeah, he got in a lot of fights as a young kid. <laughs> <laughs> Being like slightly disfigured in uh, Chechnya—that's just an invitation to fight everyone. Shit. How do you remind Did y'all see me about? Hawk Jackson, the, uh, the boxer. Sorry. 
Did y'all see Eddie Hall and Hathor Bjornsson fight? The two strongest guys in the world. No. They did a they did a fight the other day. It didn't last did very they, long. Obviously. Did they gas out at thirty seconds? I think they made it three rounds, but those those punches they you know their form was terrible. But like those punches looked like they fucking hurt. <laughs> Dude deadlifts twelve hundred pounds. What the fuck? You ever anybody here ever see Julia Julia Jackson or Hawk Jackson box? He was a a middleweight, but he was probably the biggest uh, one hit knockout puncher. He's a very exciting fighter, but his form was spot on. The fact that Patty Lambert calls Ryan Zuckerberg a fucking lizard on fucking after after the fight. Yeah, Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg, the owner of Facebook Meta. Yeah. Hmm. Speaking Peta? of sports, I was, I was... Did he call it yeah. Peta? No, no, Peta? Peta. He said he wanted to fight Mark Zuckerberg in his uh, post-fight speech because he was uh, he had banned him. Pretty what brave. I'm trying to do robot. is post pictures on Instagram and you banned me? Or <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, speaking of sports, though, I was pretty fucking offended when I saw... Tucker Carlson's producers Photoshop a dick onto that swimmer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Thompson or something. Yeah, I can't believe they photoshopped a dick on that woman. Yeah, apparently they did the same things in the locker room, and uh, it made all the women <laughs> uncomfortable. It's very what a mean prank. Like that's clearly a woman. They're so Fox News is very evil. Imagine doing that, putting a dick in Emma, the locker room. Oof. Emma, what's her face from Virginia? Got second place, and everybody cheered the loudest for her. They just yeah, they went, the and grabbed, they went and grabbed the fourth place girl, and the and the second, third, and fourth like stood together for a picture on the third spot on the podium. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that meme with the champagne, you know, the like dude like spraying the champagne in his mouth and like biting the metal and then it shows he's in like third place or whatever. It's like right. that, but it's actually like legitimate. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like the uh, the South Park where Randy Savage identifies as a woman and kicks everyone's ass. Yeah, I'm ready to see Brooke Lesnar competing in, in, in MMA. <laughs> she, she's, uh, she looks just like her dad, like... <laughs> on a serious note though like a lot of politicians including uh, Biden and uh, like the WEF crowd has been talking about uh, cyber attacks and uh, looming cyber what is happening? Uh, the banks are yeah. shut down right now several regional banks are all their systems are down right now I know, but if they take it to the next level, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna self inflict some uh, some serious injuries to uh, to, the, to to infrastructure in the U.S. and Europe. And I think I don't even think they idea. have to. I don't even think they have to execute new hacks to do a lot of it. Because if you look at some yeah. of the biggest botnets in the world, like they seem to be Russian. So like. They're likely controlled by Russian intelligence, you know, like huge botnets, like machines that are already taken over. Like they could just like 
do something with those those botnets and it would be the biggest hack of all time you know because the hacks are already done they're just it's just a matter of when they want to reveal their cards well you know who called that you know uh, who called uh, that yeah they got hacked from any location Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying it's like they're announcing something that hasn't even happened i mean they're the ones they're the ones doing it and i i think that'll be the one big step towards uh central bank uh digital currencies and you know taking taking all this stuff offline and coming back in with with a brand new system i think that's going to be the one big step and well they did it in ukraine already they they predicted a pandemic happening and it happened literally two weeks later they're going to do the same thing and self-inflict the wound and scream as uh, they had digital passports in ukraine and they had yeah. like, everything. They get basically gotten rid of cash. Are you saying they cry out as they strike you? Yeah, exactly. But uh, in a cyber, in a cyber way. But for they cry out. So <laughs> we all know who they called it. Was... They yell Russia as they hit themselves. <laughs> right. That's my favorite. Every time I hear people sniffing his feet. <laughs> yeah, every time I have the, the, his fucking transvestite pictures and dancing in high heels and leather shit, it's like worse than that. But mm-hmm. uh, the every time I hear people associate gas prices with Putin, I, I love to remind them that gas is like a dollar sixty a gallon in Russia right now. <laughs> and, yeah. and like what Putin, and what Putin said, uh, Putin said. The, the Western countries are blaming the sanctions they put on us for the decrease in quality of life in their own countries. And it's like, that that just says it all. Yeah, we need a fucking, like, I don't know, it's, people always say it's Fed posting, but we really got to fucking do something about these, like the WEF especially, like, I don't know. You can't just keep letting them do this, you know? The best way to accelerate the, like, uh, establishment of new systems I could even imagine right now would be for Israel to fucking go support Ukraine. That's why I'm, like, all about it. <laughs> yeah. Hold off on the suicide bombing BlackRock offices for now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, BlackRock and fucking Vanguard or something Stand else. Down. That Stand shit down. Weird. Do not break the law. Do not fed post on our show. Right. <laughs> yeah, the, might, if we could I, get, I might start it, driving yeah. a bus in Switzerland. You know, never know. <laughs> oh. but, yeah, I I would love to just hear Israel explain why they can't put boots on the ground to help uh, to help Ukraine because you know they're not part of NATO, so they don't have to worry about is it like Article Four being triggered triggered. They're like one of the few countries that could help Ukraine without starting a world war. <laughs> yeah, and it wow. would be totally reasonable because of right, that. dude. I, I don't know. I'm just fantasizing about fucking. Israel yeah, always likes to uh, join the winning side, and they they see the know. writing on the wall on this one for sure. Right. I, I'm just fantasizing about seeing IDF trying to fight Chechens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the amount of rage that Chechens would have. Because in the Muslim world, oh, everybody gets the, the real news about Palestine. So, right. <laughs> they've been saying that you... for decades. Be very fierce. 
Yeah, <laughs> RDF versus the Chechens, <laughs> the, the Chechens will put every Israeli soldier that they could capture in a cage with a bear yeah. and an eagle. <laughs> Again. Except for real this time. <laughs> Dude, I, I yeah. hear the Chechens actually have these special pugs with venomous teeth. Uh, yeah. they're, they're, they call them like the Nazi pug after some Scottish YouTuber. I don't know why. There's, there's Nazi pugs with uh, venomous teeth. It's horrifying. Damn. The, <laughs> that is scary. Yeah. Pug, what's the, up um, with you, by the way? I haven't the seen that. Ram Rod. Uh, yeah, I, I had to go back home for a, a funeral. I'm back in Alabama for a while. Uh, my granddad died. I had to play fiddle at the funeral and stuff. Uh, and I'm here for a little bit longer. And I'm going head out. I'm just helping organize all his stuff and take care of his horses and stuff like that. Balances. I oh, saw the sure. uh, buffet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was something oh, up. Dude, I, was, I posted that to a group chat with a. Yeah, that's Hug that's shows me food. Me. I show him Asian ladies. It's like <laughs> my only my only offense is go, yeah, well, we have these. You know? <laughs> goes, yeah, right. look at all these pies. <laughs> it's like, fuck off. <laughs> Dude, those white field peas are the best. You can't get them shits anywhere outside the South. Those things are just unbelievable. Uh, but I, I, I'm, in this group chat. Bag of grits. <laughs> I'm in this group chat with a bunch of Burmese guys, a bunch of my close friends are, it's a group of about 30 something Burmese guys. And you know how there's the meme where people say white people don't season their food or whatever. I don't even know who the fuck came up with that, but, and I posted that video to them and someone said no seasoning. I was like, dude, white people colonized your whole country for spices. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> No seasoning. Yeah, well, yeah. I've uh, the counter argument to that is that they season their food because their meat is rotten. Well, yeah, sure, but but to, to act like white people don't use spices, it's like white people like took over the whole fucking world for spices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yep. spices as a Portuguese, I can attest to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you would know. Spices. <laughs> spices was the spicy gold back then. And, yeah, well, and last time they said that shit, I was like, okay, let's compare spice cabinets. I'll put $500 down right now that my spice cabinet is better than any of you jungle monkeys. <laughs> and no one wanted to take <laughs> me up on it. <laughs> 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 they were like, he has a cabinet. <laughs> yeah, they were like, you're like the one white guy that could actually would say that and be accurate. I was like, I don't know, man. Chefs are white. <laughs> <laughs> only have one cabinet, I'll take you on that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody in here is Italian, they're going to take us all on that. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, I hate please. all whites being judged by the British. Right, that's what it is. The Brits that's are like, exactly come on, I've got mayonnaise and Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> Salt and pepper. Yeah. And I've even got Vegemite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking veggie. Well, apple butter. Oh, no, that's going a little too crazy. <laughs> a little bit I of got a, a whole spice set from the meat guy. 
really good. Nice. I shot the. Go ahead. Okay. I said, uh, uh, you don't actually eat that bad in England, to be honest, you know? Really? But they don't have many. I don't know many variety of things. You know, it's uh, it's just like well, the thing you get. Yeah, uh, they, they got a they lot of variety of stale bread. I bet I bet they have good French food in Britain. <laughs> no, they don't have good. Really? Bread. They've got like forty-two varieties of stale bread and cheese, warm beer, and they're yeah. like, oh well, McGord Ramsey. I'm like, what do you do? Make something. <laughs> Dude, they're so place, which place is it that they run down a hill in front of a cheese? What? Gotta be somewhere in Europe. <laughs> there's like a crazy, crazy, just like a crazy tradition. They have like a big roll of cheese. Yeah, like no, a, I've seen them. And then run down the hill. hill. I don't know. I don't know where it is. I shop in like Thai grocery stores, Russian grocery stores. Vietnamese grocery store, like, so I have like a shit ton of different spices from all over the place. Korean stores, like, uh, um, I eat a huge variety of food. Yeah, Korean barbecue is good. I fuck, yeah, I love that shit. When I'm doing a cut, I'll eat a lot of Korean food, like the Korean, like, side dishes, like, uh, kongamul and, like, the spinach. They call it kimchi, but it's not. It's like fresh. It's not like fermented. And then uh, yeah. I'll make like bulgogi and eat it with shirataki noodles that have shirataki noodles have like in a big ass pack. It'll be like five calories, so it's like really easy. I love your kind of Alabama cut. accent of Korean words. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Arabic people all the time tell me I sound like Forrest Gump trying to speak Arabic. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you what, the worst, oh, the, worst accent, <laughs> the, the worst accent for Japanese is Australian English. It just oh, God, doesn't mix. Yeah, what an Aussie. They come over and they're like, <laughs> they'll say something like, Konnichiwa, Dozo Yodoroshiku, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds gross as fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Arigato, mate. <laughs> oh, God, shut up. oh my god. Kill me now. You know. Yeah, um, that sounds gross. <laughs> oh, it's awful. <laughs> but yeah, I've been, I've been down here for a little over a week, so I'm probably getting more Alabama by the minute. Oh, wait till I start drinking. I'll get you as fuck. I was wondering what you were doing because no ice. I didn't hear any ice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never hear Bob talking without fucking ice rattling around. <laughs> we have to do a drunken session. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, I'm up for that. Oh, yeah. ice as long as like, it doesn't like go on. I have a bell. The Zog whistle bell <laughs> and Bug just has ding, 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 ling, ling. It's <laughs> <laughs> about right. Oh, man. Did oh, y'all see that video? Dude, don't you, you miss uh, walking around with flask of whiskey in downtown Osaka? Like, Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Talk about it constantly. <laughs> <laughs> 
But did y'all see the video I posted the other day where there's like a all black country band playing, and then there's like a giant fucking rebel flag. Mm-hmm. Really good. Uh, yeah, the, actually, I think the video I made there were only like two black guys in that band, but before the one before it was all, they were all black, and yeah, they were they were pretty good, especially the earlier one. But I sent that to a bunch of people and a bunch of friends I have in like cities out west and in New York and shit, and it just broke their brain. Yeah, <laughs> like, they did not. They were so confused. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was the symbol from the clan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. It's like a black kid with a, a cowboy hat singing fucking Hank Williams Jr. or Hank Williams Sr. in front of a fucking 30 foot rebel flag. Damn straight. <laughs> yep. Is that who played at the funeral? No, uh, the funeral was just me. Actually, there were some. There was a couple of black ladies that sang. It was real pretty, but I was the only one that played any music. They sing. Just played a. I played an old song. It's, like a, it was a, it's actually like a Native American thing too. Uh, a show can farewell. It was a real pretty song. I want to get uh a bunch of bass Japanese guys with the Confederate flag trying to sing country music. That hilarious. Are you planning your funeral, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> it would go something like that, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I played Dixie on the piano for my great grandparents and and my granddad. I guess it is about beer o'clock, maybe not whiskey o'clock yet. Let's hear it. Now that you mention it, he's waiting for his ice like a Pavlovian dog. I don't put ice in beer. What kind of fucking heathen you think I am? Need to hear that, you know, like when you open the beer. Oh, okay. Here, I'll post a picture of this one too. It's a pretty good one. It's actually from fucking Portland, but Portland's got a lot of good beer. But Dude, I've managed. Well, to I bet they got a lot of good drugs. Did you see the the man, <laughs> trans woman, whatever that had co- cocaine fueled sex with a dog? Oh yes, I did see that. That's that very happened. Old. They also legalized furries. Yeah, furries like a person that dresses up like a animal. Can now I'm still, I'm still fucking defecate outside. Dude, they know the dog. fucking navy now. They they certain parts of the navy allow them to wear fucking fursuits to work. They're wearing like military uniform and a fursuit. Yeah, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been having an ongoing bet about uh, furries on the uh, pride flag by 2025. Will they have like a velour uh, section of the pride flag that's just that's for the furries? Furry rights. People dress up like dogs can now shit outside as long as they're on a leash. Dude, Antifa was having a fucking, uh, like, a riot or rally or whatever the fuck they do. And some furry in Portland, supposedly a Nazi furry, came outside and shot a bunch of them. So it's like it's like fur, furry Antifa civil war or some shit. 
Did he uh, dress up as a uh, German shepherd with poison teeth? <laughs> uh, well, it, it is actually well, like oh, the, is it a furry the, bear with eagle wings? <laughs> Dude, we need a, fur, a pug poison tooth pug shirt or something. That middle image is just awesome. <laughs> yeah, but but being either a furry a Nazi or an antifa is just a sign of being too much online. Yeah, my uh, my Native American. <laughs> Name is Chief Eagle Bear. <laughs> Eagle Bear. <laughs> I saw, I was reading some old case law about when it's okay to kill police officers that are trying to enforce or trying to uh, illegally arrest you. And this, it's not, it doesn't apply anymore. But for the longest time, there was a case called like United States versus Bad Elk. It was like a Native American tribal police officer that's name was some John Bad Elk or something like that. And mm-hmm. I just thought that was a, a, a interesting name for a, for case law, you know, Bad Elk. Yeah, killing the goons. <laughs> that's what they call the corrupt cops on reservations, the goons. And goon. <laughs> Yeah, I posted the picture of this beer. It's actually a pretty cool looking beer. Because it's some dead guy. (laughs) Yeah. Elk is good. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. We can talk about this. So uh, Belarus gave asylum to (laughs) to a capital riot suspect. Nice. I hope Belarus gives asylum to Canadian truckers. Well, yeah, but he uh, he got asylum in Belarus uh, after fleeing political persecution by the FBI. This is uh, this is the new Cold War. You think Japan will give me? You think Japan will give me asylum if I can? uh, (laughs) Never mind. I'm not going to finish that sentence. If you, if, you, if you find Officer Bad Elk, <laughs> he's gonna release his uh, super fungus into the. No. They release the crawfish. <laughs> release the crawfish. Bust the kraken. All you need is a, t- a till of the crawfish or whatever. The crawfish <laughs> alongside the Chechens, <laughs> Ukraine's worst nightmare. <laughs> Those Chechens have been going into uh, Mariupol house to house. Dude, some of the videos of them fighting, fighting fucking, some of the videos of them fighting ISIS in Syria, fucking brutal. They're, like some of the some of the guys they captured and stuff. They're definitely not above committing war crimes. No, I mean they started on uh, the FSA's team, and they were fighting Syrians. Uh, they're mercenaries, man. But this time, yeah. they're part of the proper Russian military. Right. But I saw videos of them in Syria where they they've like, got their own insignia. Dude. Right. <laughs> so, like, there's the Marines that get the V or whatever, and then the Chechens that get an X. So you got the the Z and, and here, a beard. Italian. Yeah, well, obviously. 
But uh, Belarus is an O, Chechens are an X. So I'm like, they're not Marines. They're just the Chechens. <laughs> it's just like their own thing. <laughs> they're not part of the Z army. They're not special forces. That one gets an A. You don't want to get caught by an A or an X, put it that way. Right. <laughs> yeah. God, they're fucking... Yeah, crazy. I was... Uh, do you know anything about the history of the, the origin of the name for the Bogner group? Mm-mm. I know that it's actually, like, when I first saw it, I saw that the guy that started it is, uh, like, is has all these, like, SS tattoos and shit. There's, like, a lot of, like, Nazi tattoos. And when I saw that, I was like, huh, I, I bet this is related to Richard Bogner, the, like, composer in Germany that Nietzsche and Hitler were both so obsessed with. And sure enough, right. it was. Yeah. I mean, that Wagner was much admired and all, but I don't know how, uh, maybe Schopenhauer liked him too, but like, I know Banderas where they get the most common symbols and stuff. And they've got Himmler's black son. Uh, it's another one that they use, but oh yeah, I'm talking about the Russian mercenary group, though the Wagner. Yeah, the group. Wagner group. I've not seen other than the composer. Like, what's uh, the deal here? But yeah, I keep wondering. But I saw that it was actually related to him, and yeah, I've seen Zelensky saying that he's like pulled like 20 assassination attempts from the Wagner group. I'm like, yeah, the fuck right. <laughs> Twenty? Why not six million? Right. I escaped nine camps. <laughs> Sounds like they weren't death camps. <laughs> yeah, escaped from nine. T- I like the lady. It's like says her grandmother was shot in the head but didn't die. Just got up <laughs> on the ground after a day and escaped the camp that way. Like, uh-huh. When people start talking about Holocaust survivors, I always tell them my grandparents were Holocaust survivors too. They didn't die in the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird how we have more survivors now than in the 1980s. Right. It's like 450,000 so Holocaust survivors all of a sudden. What are they all in their 90s? I mean, how... <laughs> Unlikely. There was one bit that was really funny. It was a guy who did the math reversed, you know. Uh, he counted that in 2004 there was 1 million and 24,000 survivors. So he backtracked to see how many survivors you would have to have in 1945 to still have 1 million in 2005. That's also funny. The math is really accurate. Really? Indeed. No. Very. <laughs> just, just doesn't add up, you know. Well, we it, have it a movie matter. called Alfred's murder. Math. Sorry? We have a, a film called Auschwitz Math. It used to be called Auschwitz the Comedy, but we thought that was too... <laughs> On the nose. A little bit too on the nose, so we changed it to Auschwitz Math. Hey, uh, the you know the point's not to deny, it's just to reject stupid claims. You're like, look, this happened in burn pits. They did not individually burn people in ovens. That's retarded and impossible. Hey, you know what I was thinking? But Ryan, don't you remember the six gorillion? Don't you? Yeah, I was next to that guy that got an apple every day. 
Uh, the whole place is starving. <laughs> yeah, I was there. I can verify. Rosen's flat claimed to be in Buchenwald and Auschwitz. I'm like, really? You were in a Polish and a German prison? Amazing. <laughs> and he had an apple. He was astral projecting, Ryan. Don't you get it? Yeah. So, well, it was real in his imagination. In my mind, it was true. Yeah, but it wasn't true at all. No, it was, because in my imagination it was. <laughs> okay. Oh, so, so the original Jesse Smollett. Basically, yeah. yeah. Dude, oh, he got out of jail for faking a hate yeah, crime out. about about a hate crime. <laughs> like, well, yeah, but he's out of jail now, pending appeal. Right. Yeah, well, Did he, you see he his got grandmother's testimony? He said, I can't go to jail because they'll commit hate crimes against me. <laughs> like, Imagine being man juicy in prison. <laughs> yeah, you're fit. You're a, a, a gay Jewish black guy named Juicy. You uh, <laughs> faked a hate crime. That's why you're going to jail. And you say, "Well, I can't go to jail. There'll be hate crimes." Did you see his grandma lecturing the judge, like shaking her finger in her face and telling the media, "I was part of the media. You need to do better." <laughs> like <laughs> his Jewish grandma. Shit was so funny. That was part of the media. Yeah, she was. Uh, uh, she she meant that the the media should do more investigation. That was her thing. Like they hadn't investigated enough, so she was basically going like, "You need to look uh, deeper to find some weird reason to let him off." And she said, "If you're gonna put him in prison in, in a cell, then just put me in there beside him." Like I wish the judge had been like done. <laughs> <laughs> It's on tape of him doing a dry run with the people he hired to do the fake attack. I mean, Jesus. He's busting. Well, and, like, and she was talking about how he was he was like a champion for racial justice and all this shit his whole life. And, and it's like, yeah, well, what about, you know, if they had found any two random white guys wearing a MAGA hat that day, they'd have likely gone to prison, you know? It's like, like, oh, yeah, really good. And she kept talking about how empathetic he was. It's like, what about for the... You, you wouldn't let any two white guys go down for your fake crime in a heartbeat, you know? It's like fucking empathy. Fuck off. Yeah, no empathy. Well, to be LBJ's fair to him... Hell to, drug. Yeah, but to be fair to him, letting two white guys innocently get locked up over a fake hate crime is racial justice. Right. That's true. <laughs> okay, Mani, I'm going to let you speak, but you got to be clear on the mic. you got to say your words succinctly and uh, uh, speak clearly. Well, thank you, Varg. Um, I just had a thought. Uh, I was thinking about another stream of income for our ANC family, um, well, especially for Ryan. Um, I've been seeing ads on like uh, Instagram about people shipping uh, Wagyu beef all over the place. And I was thinking, Ryan, maybe if you go out to one of these farms in Nara or uh, wherever it is that you live, maybe if you can get a good deal on some wholesale Wagyu or Kobe beef, maybe we can uh, we can order from you. Um, you can buy it at a discount at a wholesale price. And because uh, 
like uh, to get it to get our hands on some good cuts of meat it's quite expensive out here and if you can get a wholesale price i'm sure the anc family would support you uh with buying i think i'd meat. have to get a import export license or something to finish yeah. the volume of beef right a lot of foreigners have thought of that already i'm sure but yeah i can yeah, get with. yeah it's pretty expensive to get any kind of beef especially kobe but it's there it's viable i mean i could hook people up on buying it directly from the farm and get paid for that part of it but there's no reason to make myself a middleman but if you have like if you have a restaurant or something and you want wagyu beef from japan business to business i could make a uh connection but no, I don't, I don't think I'm allowed to export. I'm not sure how that would work. But Customs would grab it is what would happen. I'd have to have a some sort of business license for it, I'm sure. Japan's really strict on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be easier. Uh, yeah. I don't know how Japan, like, got so many people into that good branding or whatever it's just oily beef like i don't see the why it's so awesome <laughs> i rather that meat you can't hardly eat much of it like the, the real good stuff like it's not like you can eat a big ass steak of it it'll make you sick it's so fatty like that in, in japan they typically eat tiny little pieces of it with like a bunch of rice or something well, they like the oiliness because it soaks into the rice and vegetables that they eat. Exactly, but but like you're not gonna get like a 32 ounce Kobe steak, or you know, yeah, like you would a, a Angus ribeye. You, like, <laughs> oh, you throw up if you ate it. There's no way in shit somebody could eat that. It's like it's like half beef tallow. You know, it's like eating straight lard. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just like one of those things, like the squared uh, watermelons. Smaller, yeah. I mean, it's good. You just it, it, it's got a really nice texture and all, but it's it's not like a one to one comparison. To, you can't just like use that any way you would use normal like uh, Angus beef or something. It's it's just so greasy. That's kind of disappointing. I was actually kind of having, I was actually thinking of trying that stuff one day. I like it raw. You'll be disappointed. Like, like it's raw. just it's just the oily marble steak like fatty steak but that's what Japanese it's, people it's like tender. Yeah. they like oily tender stuff I would rather have a big fat red thick porterhouse that's mostly beef and hardly any fat like hmm. that's me I mean, yeah I, I, I prefer it as beef I don't like the fat right hello Hi, Douglas. You're on the line. What do you have to say? Welcome to 98 oh. Hot 7. <laughs> oh, I just cut in on the on the beef discussion there a little bit. It's definitely a nice change once in a while, but it's also that specialty thing, right? Like Japanese culture yeah. is very much if you're going out to take people out or you're gifting something, you're gifting something that's high end. Mm -hmm. As far as export, it's, again, something you're not going to eat in the States every day or in Canada or wherever. Even it's, in Japan, uh, dude, it's like for just a little bit, it's like 400 bucks for like a tiny yeah, little bit. It's, 
hundreds of bucks for an ounce. And the, the problem with getting anything like a cow wholesale is you're going to have your, you know, ribeyes and strips and porterhouses that everybody wants. And then you've got a whole bunch of ground beef that that's what you do find at, you know, restaurants out here is you'll find the Kobe burger. Other than that, it's, right. yeah. That will be imported. That'll just be supposedly the same genetics. <laughs> That's the thing is Kobe beef comes from the island of Kobe, whereas Wagyu beef, which is the actual beef breed, can get raised in plenty of other places. And the thing that makes that breed special is it takes, you know, three well, Kobe years. Kobe is the island. Kobe's the city on the island. Just yeah, saying. Sorry. Yeah. I live near Kobe. It's, it's easy to, for me to get Kobe beef, but it's just expensive. It's expensive as fuck. It's real expensive if you're going to go to a restaurant in the middle of Osaka City. But if I went to a farm yeah, or uh, that's not a problem. Yeah. Like I get it I told, Ryan, I told Ryan I wanted to try some real good Kobe beef. And he was like, okay, I can take you to a good spot. And I went in there and looked at the menu and the prices. I was like, nope. <laughs> how, many, how, much, how much is it listed in yen? Usually? Well, based on his, uh, his wiki taste, I was like, I guess he wants his upper-end fancy pants stuff. So That is what, what I wanted, him. but I think you're trying to pay 350 bucks for a four-ounce cut of meat. Four ounces. Yeah. That was the cheapest thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, not to bribe, but uh, in the north of Portugal, you can get a T-bone steak with about 800 grams. Of meat for fifteen bucks. Nice. Yeah. I, I'll I'll post a picture of this uh, stuff I had out on the west coast recently. This uh, three hundred and fifty grams here is about forty five bucks. I mean, it's expensive. Yeah. Fifty one ounces, two grams. <laughs> well, you know, okay, we have so- the. We so have for, wait, 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 wait. Hugs like grams. Why are y'all speaking communist? Yeah, I'm having to, I'm having to put it in a, in a, Alphas, in a freedom yeah, yeah. translator. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Okay. Here. Last, oh. last big steak I had was a 51-ounce tomahawk steak, which is like a ribeye with some extra. And it was, mm-hmm. that's like 1,445 grams in like a nice restaurant. It was like 70 bucks, but it's like a nice restaurant. I wasn't buying it raw or nothing. That's large, bro. Okay, okay. Well, okay, <laughs> Jeff, what was, was, was the 350 grams for how many dollars? No, you don't. No, it was oh. like four oh. ounces for $350. No, just like oh, regular okay. steak, you could get 350 grams would cost you about 40 bucks. Jesus. And yeah, you get a little like two spoonfuls of fucking corn and potatoes with it, right? Yeah, yeah it's Ryan expensive. took me like the Ryan took me like a long ass ways away to show me the good Kobe beef, and I walked in there and looked at the menu, and I was like, "Fuck no!" <laughs> I spent that on whiskey. Yeah, like I don't even come to this part of the town, but here <laughs> I know about it. <laughs> like, and he kept he kept telling me that and warning me. He was like, "I'm telling you, it's really expensive. I don't even come over here." And I was like, "No, man, I want the real stuff." Yeah, people don't believe me. I'm like, dude, dude there's no way. Like, you'd be able to have it once. Like, you get another plane ticket with that. Uh, right. People are like, don't they have beef? I'm like, I can't buy that kind of shit. Like, I'm frugal as fuck, dude. I'm like convenience store level. 
Yeah, even fine. if I got money, like even if I can't afford that kind of shit, like I'm not gonna waste that much money on. I mean, I, I know I've had it before. I've had good, you know, when I wasn't paying for it, but uh, and I've I've had like a lot. Of, I like good stuff, but there's a there's a point where like price versus quality ratio just gets ridiculous. Yeah, diminishing you returns. Know? You can yeah. get the horse meat, you know, which is delicious and costs a lot less. I saw some a can of whale flavored horse meat from Japan. <laughs> it's weird. That's be salty. Yeah. Oh, whale flavored horse meat. Huh. Yeah. I thought it was taboo to eat horse for some reason, but I guess it, it not. Is, but it, it horses are great. They have big muscles. It tastes good. We mm-hmm. had a scandal in Europe where they were putting horse meat in the lasagnas and anything that uses used minced meat for like uh, I don't know what you call it yeah. processed food like uh, they found it in Taco Bell out here. Yeah, yeah, it's really? pretty common that they yes. they like uh, they use it to uh, mix it with the regular beef as a cost saving measure. Because, uh, like, what is a horse going to be when it's dead? It's it's going to be dead, and it's going to be turned into uh, glue. And uh, then there's a bunch of meat there you can use. So, basically, horse meat is an economic substitute for beef. Some, yeah. Somewhat. It's, because of they, the they're not very open about that. But then there's some places where it's actually yeah. considered a delicacy, where it's actually sought after. Like, uh, I think it's kind of that way in Japan, but it's definitely that way yeah. in France. You just uh, have fewer like, fewer of them because cows are raised for you know milk, but, butter, and cheese. Right. And so you have a lot more cows. But like diminishing, or, yeah. Go ahead. But like diminishing like, returns. Like, yeah. I just like returns-wise, you know, like uh, scot- I, I love scotch, and like I'll I'll spend up to like two hundred dollars on usually I'll spend closer to seventy or a hundred dollars on a bottle of scotch, but like I'll spend up to like two hundred. But like the difference in a two hundred dollar bottle of scotch and a five thousand dollar bottle of scotch just ain't worth it to me, you know. Yeah, I have the same argument, except I apply that to the sixteen dollar versus seven. <laughs> Hey, you tried some of my good Japanese whiskey, and you you thought it was pretty good. Yeah, but not seven dollars. I, I think your wife liked it better than you did. Yeah, she's she likes stuff like that, but I'm like I'm just thinking, well, I can have two extra bottles of something else for the same price. Yeah, yeah, kill one of them when tomorrow. you don't know the difference. <laughs> I mean, I'm like I'd rather have more alcohol than like some that tastes a little bit better. I just put volume, you know. Because I'm thinking, well, if I want something that tastes good, I'll just have some orange juice or something, you know what I mean? Like, it's already whiskey. Like, whatever. Like, oh, this tastes slightly less like ass than this other one. Like, you're drinking because of the alcohol, not because, oh, this tastes great. I don't know, man. I, I, like, I like my high-end scotch stuff. I can drink it. Even I mean, if it you could just better. have a cocktail if you wanted it to taste better. I don't know. I don't like sweet stuff though. Like I like I like that's one of the things I love about Japan is the way they drink or... the whiskey. Like the way that in Japan they always mix it with soda water. That's like my favorite way to drink whiskey. Everybody out here thinks like, oh, you drink whiskey straight to be tough or whatever. But in Japan they like more sip on it and then they'll open it up. And plus, yeah, the whiskey in Japan is all like, and it's all like fifty six percent alcohol. So like that's 
that's not gonna be yeah. good. Hey, it's not gonna taste good drinking that straight. I said sipping whiskey with the soda water. Yeah. Or yeah, a big that's my jam. Uh, I've been on a big tequila and mezcal kick lately. Like since I discovered mezcal especially. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I prefer beer because I'm a simple <laughs> man. Beer. Did you beer, see that one? Water. Did you see that one that I'm drinking right now that I just posted to the chat? The dead guy ale. Uh, you got to try the frog beer. Oh, yeah. Frog beer, Pepe beer. Mm-hmm. I've got the cans <laughs> look just like Pepe. <laughs> Barg sent me some Turbo Negro beer. Oh, yeah. Turbo Negro. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> he was oh, trying to send me some ass. We get a leaf beer here. It's very earthy. Yeah, we, uh, one of the biggest beers in Norway is called Ass. Uh, okay. It's a double A. Which I bet it tastes like ass. ass. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's all right. Uh-huh. So we, I don't know. I like their... So when you say something tastes like ass, ass exactly. you, you're referring to something different than what Americans mean. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we're talking about the beer, double A S S. We have assy chocolate. We've got Pocari sweat, like sports drink. That stuff's pretty good, have, actually. And we've got a uh, Calpis, which mm-hmm. is like a um. It's like a white soda. Alkaline, yeah, yeah, white soda. There's Calpis soda and Calpis milk. (laughs) You can have Calpis milk. That's funny. Dude, I saw I saw something so funny where like on Twitter or something where there was like a yogurt company that listed like the names. It was like a small company and they listed the names of the cows. And it was like, your this yogurt came from these cows. It's like a list of like twenty cows or something. And someone said, "Notice how they're project they're they're projecting female names on all the cows and stuff." And somebody said, "I don't think yogurt from a bull would taste as good." <laughs> <laughs> they like didn't realize that cows are female. <laughs> Idiot. Calpis was the name was chosen by some pianist. It was like just a sound. If you had no idea what the word piss was, whatever, like Calpis, it just sounds like smooth, whatever. That's what they went with. And then it happened to be in English, like piss from a cow. And it's milk. <laughs> That's funny. But we have, uh, I say. But it looks like ASSE, assy chocolate. I thought it was called Asai, but no, that would be ASSE. This stuff's good. You're thinking of beer. AI. He's talking about chocolate. You're talking about Asahi. Asahi, huh? Yeah. Asai. Asahi, and we have, but no, we have ASSE. Are you sure he's not talking about Akai berries? Uh, no, I'm not true. talking about berries. I'm talking about beer. No, there's a yeah, Asahi a beer is like the Budweiser of Japan or something of a pretty big plan. Yeah. Probably have Asahi any y'all watched, and Sapporo. Go ahead. Have any of y'all seen the new the new season of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure where it's the female protagonist and she's in like a Florida prison? 
It's uh, Florida in all places. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Florida prison, and so you can imagine how the like JoJo, the JoJo writer would depict Florida. <laughs> oh. Bizarre. Yeah, my Bizarre. son did the uh, all the JoJo star poses. I saw that. That was funny. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> That's like a trend right now. Hey, JoJo's like very massive, massively popular, isn't it? Oh yeah, especially Maybe in Japan. It's heaven. getting more popular Eyes outside. Eyes of Heaven poses. That's what it is. Eyes of Heaven. It's all those stands. There's so many folks. <laughs> There's so many funny quotes from JoJo and the manga and shit. Like one of my favorites is where he's, where I think from part five where Giorno says that sounds like bullshit, but I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> There's one character like that all he says is "Oh my god." <laughs> oh, Joseph. <laughs> yeah, Joseph. That, Joseph. That He'll like randomly, holy shit! <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Random English cussing. Yeah, the English in JoJo is great. Janglish, they don't even try. English. <laughs> English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eyes of heaven, though. You guys want to see something funny? Sure. You can't top a uh, Just back camera. There you go. Look, this is a bus driver's garage. Oh, I thought you were going to give us booby girl. No. Be that weird. Fuck, where's all the beer? Hmm. Oh. <laughs> that, that went well. <laughs> I hope there's no beer at a bus driver's garage. There, there is, actually. But they're driving. There. This is Europe. <laughs> there is, actually. Pilots. Just don't know. Oh, well, it's hot. You come out after work. You want to sit down, have a beer, delay going home by a few minutes. Yeah. I'm not anymore, I guess. I'm at. Uh, okay, there you go. I found it. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, cheers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I I notice uh, I'm at my parents' house, um, and so there's a book I gave him last time I was here. Thomas Sowell's Discrimination and Disparities. It's <laughs> a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody Mighty drinks now. beer here, and I'm pretty sure we have some of the best beer here. Yes, you do. You do. I've been to Vienna. The beer is great. Also, I had some ah. goulash. That was amazing. Goulash is just is awesome. Did you try the Tafelspitz? Uh, no, I don't know. Ich bin auslaufen und sprechen nicht gut Deutsch. Sehr gut, sehr gut. Now the Tafelspitz is like the cooked beef that they make here. It's like uh, it's like cooked beef. You you think like cooked beef? Really? But they make it so nice. It's really well, so well, good. We do that. Yeah, we do that in Norway too. But we just uh, we just boil it in sauce. Oh yeah, that's good. Well, I eat <laughs> a lot of raw beef. Cloud beer from beef. South Korea with coriander seeds in it. Coriander seeds, I mean. 
Uh, it's like a oh, Christmassy yeah. beer. I like it around. I don't really drink beers, but that's one I like. But in Norway, advertising alcohol is strictly illegal. So uh, we every year around Christmas, there is something called Christmas soda, which is just cheap ass soda that you give to kids that's full of sugar and is red. But mm-hmm. they uh, they they advertise the Christmas soda arriving into the store at the same time as they get the shipments of the Christmas beer, which is what everyone's waiting for. Because the Christmas beer is a different beer, it's sweeter, more full in taste, uh, and it's just a holiday. But they, they use oh, the Christmas clever. soda as like a proxy. So Proxy, yeah, that's, that's clever. I thought you were going to say, but if you leave the Christmas soda out long enough, it turns into Christmas beer. <laughs> Fuzzy wine, fuzzy wine. You tried the glue vine when you were here. Uh, Drum wine? No. I didn't drink hot wine. Oh, hot wine. That's really good. You you mean like glug? Glug wine, right? Glug wine, yeah. It's called glue vine here. You know, it's like gluing wine. It's just like. Yeah, go straight up to the head. <laughs> yeah, we, we around Christmas. Yeah, it's around Christmas to Christmas markets and so on. Look, uh, make sure you you say something if you're ever back in Austria. We'll meet up, and I'll take you to some nice places. Yes. Well, uh, well, uh, first, uh, uh, that's uh, okay, but your country has to stop with the COVID stuff. <laughs> <laughs> going into a prison. The village where I live, there's no, <laughs> there were never any mandates. People just don't give a shit. They're wa- they're awake here, at least where I live. The the other day, I I saw so somebody was saying that like as white people, or we we need to acknowledge that all our ancestors have done some terrible things. And I was like, not mine. I'm German. And <laughs> not even <laughs> could resist. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Country that didn't do anything bad in their whole history. South <laughs> Korea. Ireland. A whole bunch of Native American groups. Oh, I'm all three of those. <laughs> Ireland, no. <laughs> Ireland didn't colonize anybody or fuck anyone over. Neither did South Korea. I don't know what the Danish, like I said, Vikings way back when, but, you know. Man, yeah, exactly. The whole history. Well, the Celts colonized all of Europe. No, they didn't colonize. This is where they live. Let me just. You said Celts. Celts. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they are Celts. Celts, yeah. Not the other <laughs> K word. <laughs> Well, some people call them Celts because of the Celtics, but that's just ignorant. Yeah, Celtic. Celtic. <laughs> well, that's how people learn history now. <laughs> I know. From NBA teams. The Boston Celtics. I, I, I'm like, it's Celts, man. It's Celtics. Like, how fucking proud yeah. are you of this history? You don't know how to say the word. Oh, who's ready for the new... Who's ready for the newest college basketball team, the Minnesota Azovs? <laughs> oh, 
pairs off. <laughs> Man, if I could see like any scenes from history, like firsthand somehow, like time machine shit. Uh, one of the one of the things I would absolutely love to see would be the Celts fighting the Romans. You know, just fucking bunch of crazy barbarians painting themselves blue and <laughs> charging the Romans naked. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> the Romans were eventually oh, like like the Romans were eventually like, fuck this place. <laughs> Hey, hey, we should build a wall here. Yeah, let's build a wall. And yeah. it's like, yeah, just the fuck off and build a wall. Crazy. <laughs> Donald Trump's okay. ancestor there. <laughs> we need a wall. <laughs> well, it, it hasn't, it's been a universal uh, reaction to barbarians is to just build a wall. Chinese, uh, I can't remember all the walls now, but the, all over the world, barbarians just made people build walls. Right. That's what was interesting. It in, uh, 1429, the Chinese landed in what's now California, and the three most shocking things about Native American cities were there was no jails, there were no walls, and there were no taxes. That's what was shocking to people from 1429. Why don't they have a wall? Because there's no foreigners. They're all Native Americans. And they don't have a jail. And they don't have taxes. Well, uh, Native Americans didn't need a surrogate uh, activity to keep themselves uh, content no. with life. They had plenty to do. They didn't have Nintendo like, Switch. Like Louis C.K. said, like uh, all they did was hunt fish, sleep, and fuck, and you guys came over and thought you could improve this? You ruined it. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, you know, I'll tell you why. Not all, because you're like, what about the Aztec? But like, most of the natives were peaceful because of the abundance. Like, the number of people to resource ratio was... Lots of resources, not so many people. So there was no reason to fight over land or you just move over there and get some more, like forever. Because they're the only group in all of the Americas. So there's, there was never really a reason to to squabble over you know, who gets this side of the river or whatever. They just go over there. It's endless. And land seemed to go on and on and on. It's like yeah, every it's, group that used slings as weapons of war, like for fighting, are they all based? I'm trying to think of one that wasn't. <laughs> yeah, they see, yeah, they're all pretty based. <laughs> <laughs> you got the Palestinians and the. I guess, I guess they said King David used one at one point, but that's yeah, that's a myth. Yeah, thinking about that. Yeah, no, I was just thinking about that. The, but then the, again, like, it's the, fictional. The Romans, the Carthaginians, the Assyrians. Uh, the uh, Native Americans. Yeah, slingers are based. <laughs> mm -hmm. Throwing a rock 200 miles an hour is pretty cool. Well, well uh, what about David and Goliath? Yeah, but that's, that's fiction. The characters uh, in this book are fictional. 
and resemblant <laughs> with historical figure because purely coincidental. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I a, found out the name of. Look, uh, what's that? My college. There's <laughs> 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 a stuffed squirrel with his head split open. <laughs> <laughs> I killed a squirrel on campus in college with a sling and almost got expelled. Yeah, we told that story on uh, one of our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's after 5 a.m., so I'm kicking out. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good All evening. Right. It's been a while. Good evening. Yeah, it was a nice a talk. It was really nice talk.